Hello, everyone. I am Savoy Jefferson, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. I am your host, your head thoughtress, your number one thought ally. No, I am top five bussy dead or alive, the undisputed bussy champion, um, the essence of Le Bousset, um, a bussy star is born, bussa pro. Yes, bus a pro because I'm I'm good for the endorphins. Um, <laughs> and you know, um, Bussy Baldwin, really. Um, I'm a scholar of the bus. Um, I thank you. And I welcome. Don't do this, Amber. Don't do this. <laughs> I welcome you all to episode two sixteen. And now. We're going to. If you shade me, I promise you. We're, you know what? We're I believe that love you. E- we supposed to love each other on this week. We do. Sundays okay. are my days to love on exactly. you. Exactly. Appreciate um, it. the other days. No, just kidding. Ah, ah. <laughs> that's, um, the real, that's real talk, y'all. No, 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 no. Um, I love, I love Bussy Baldwin. Thank you. You know, you. it's um, mm-hmm. call out to your elder. Yes. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. Yes. Um, so that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't ready. Okay. Um. You know, that's that's it. But hey, y'all, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Amber. I'm still sick. Wasn't I sick last time, too? No, you wasn't. Maybe I was tired. I'm sick as fuck, y'all. But you're giving, like, real, real. I'm giving you, like, for real. He wasn't mad enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm giving you Tony. Mm. You mean the world to to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good um, Tony Braxton. I was thinking it today, too. That's great. Um, okay, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your girl. Uh, I don't ever know my names. Dual Oxetina knows. Mm-hmm. Emo black girl. Antidepressants. Oh yeah, it's a voice partner and thought. Amen. You know, one day I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get y'all one day. I'm gonna do some like pussy shit. Come on. I'm gonna brag about my pussy one day. You should. It's good puss. You know, I don't mean to brag. <laughs> girl, let the, let the niggas know. Hello. That everyone. good puss. <laughs> If you want, if you want some good puss, call Amber. Okay. Okay. Now that makes me uncomfortable, but you should Why? still, you still, cause I, I never talk about my puss like my pussy is good, you know. You should. It you should. is. It's. And I know, when I'm, I know it is. I don't, I don't hang out with bitches with with, with bad puss. <laughs> bad puss. I think At I least might. Not knowingly. You know what? You know what? Let me not do ah, that. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> No, I might. I, it's possible. It's possible. Um, we will first like to. We have a special. We have well. We have we have our our our, our main guest, and then mm-hmm. we have a, a special guest in the audience. Mm-hmm. Tim. Tim. Shout well, out to well, Tim. Shout out to Tim. Tim is um, from DC. He likes long walks in the park. Um, <laughs> he has a man bun. Um, He's hilarious too. He, Probably one of he lives with he lives around he lives in Manhattan for real. Oh, he which lives is in a, Gramercy, so exactly. he has money. Yes, <laughs> he has ah, wealth. Ah, 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 ah. We ain't telling what street, <laughs> right? It's just we ain't telling your last name either. <laughs> it's just rare that you find black folks who actually live in the city. <laughs> right, right. After that, if it ain't after one twenty, after one twenty, if you're not upper, at least upper yeah. West Side, I've mm-hmm. met some or some blacks in like you yeah. know Midtown. Yeah. I've met that. But you know they're rare. Mm-hmm. He and, has and wealth. Yes, come on, and pr- and pride. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart guy. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna stop talking about Tim. Um, <laughs> even though, if you want some good, <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> 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 
Tim, I'm at Tim start clapping like, yes, please, please send them to me. Anyways, today's episode, <laughs> today's episode is entitled What's Love Got to Do With It? Mm. Um, the story, a movie, phen- a film, cinema, mm-hmm. okay, acting, act, act, <laughs> okay, um, I, I, if y'all haven't noticed, I've pretty much listed every episode has they've all featured Angela Bassett because yeah. she is my fave mm-hmm. um I know sometimes my sis overacts um I wasn't gonna say it I, I, I felt like you were gonna say it because you always say it every time she's my I say she's I my didn't want to say it I on the you, record oh, it was, oh now you don't oh now you don't you want to be shady on the record because and, we like to shade black women in you know private fair fair true but I still you know Angela overall you know everybody sometimes overperforms you know I have um I've 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 overacted in the bedroom a few times but that's that's a whole nother story. Um same <laughs> triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um a phenomenal film. Um mm-hmm. Angela you were robbed. I still think you deserve your Oscar but you got mm-hmm. your Golden Globe but I still you want you deserve your Oscar mm-hmm. and more importantly the title track. Um <sighs> You must understand that the pulse of your hand makes my pulse react. You know what? <laughs> what's love got to do? Got to do? That is a song. What? What's love but a secondhand emotion? Fuck you, niggas. Anyways. Mm. Yeah. Also, isn't it weird that we... I mean, I watched it when I was younger, but mm. sadly, like, I used to think it was, like, kind of funny in a way. I don't know mm. what that, you know, but like... It's kind of the way like, people laugh at Precious. Yes. Which but just, Precious was a, a terrible <laughs> film. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Ah, 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 because ah, ah, I'm going to start getting angry if we talk uh, about Precious. Uh, no, let's not do that. But, and then I'm seeing it as an adult, and I was just like, oh, like, this was traumatic, you mm-hmm. know? And um, for Angela to like show that and, mm-hmm. and and like show that vulnerability but then also show that like redemption for her like that was beautiful but i just it makes me sad that sometimes we joke about like even like eat the cake anime like i'm like why do we say this like as a oh, yeah, people forgot, you know yeah. uh but I it's a great eat the cake anime when i'm talking about getting my ass ate though you know um i get that yeah i get it uh but it's shout still... out to some of the niggas who ate my ass not all of you just some of you shout out to y'all too um, to have eaten mine yes eat my cake yes amber <laughs> um anyway i'm i'm not funny uh <laughs> so we're getting off topic yes we are getting off okay, topic let's bring it back in uh-huh. uh, today's guests um we're me and amber are both very excited um, oh my god Amber, yes 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 um she is see i'm gonna fuck this word up um a theologian thank you thank Mm -hmm. you amen Mm -hmm. essayist creative i thought you were gonna fuck up our essayist low-key no no damn amber give me more credit than that (laughs) i did go to school um i read sometimes um creative an educator a speaker um, a blogger, a podcast host. Um, she's just so many things. Mm. A baddie. Yes. Um, Candace Marie Benbo. Just hey, come, Thank Candace, you. put the mic to okay, you. Got to put it closely. Closer. Yeah, you just got to mm-hmm. treat like it's a penis. Just <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> put it right. Put it 
put it close. Yes. Put right. it right up there. Right there. Oh, right my there. God. Thank so, you for being thank here. For, I'm so hyped. Oh, Candice, we didn't even give your stats. I'm, I'm shady. Sorry. Let me Where? say, you have been featured in Essence, L, Ebony, The Root, Pitchfork, Fast Company, Madame Noir. Um, you a bad. You thank be, you. you bad. Mm-hmm. So, thank um, thank mm-hmm. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Like... I've been hype all week. I can't believe it sometimes. Like I've been hype all week. Oh my god. Well, thank you for being here. Cause... Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So before we jump into it, um, any fun facts you would like to tell the guests? Um, do you want someone to know about how good your pussy is and if oh, they it's can so good. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, I ain't never had nobody not come back. So okay. that's, oh. that's the a word. It's 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 word. it's it's that. Mm. It's mm. the Shekinah glory. Mm. 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 It's good. Yes. Mm. I don't I don't like puss, but I'm open. Um <laughs> I told Amber today I don't want to be gay no more. Um <laughs> she's like, Amber's response Stop was calling me, me sis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is the type of shit me and Amber text to each other. Uh, stop calling me sis. Um, so we are going to start, as we always start, with Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why me, Amber, and our guests mm-hmm. are proud of ourselves for the week or just love ourselves for the week. Um, I will start. Um, yesterday, I had Ty with my good friend Brian and my good friend Delise, who's my favorite lesbian. We've known each other for many, many years. Um, oh, she's like t- top three. Cause I don't, I got other lesbians in my life. I don't want them to feel jealous. Um, but the least like was my roommate. We've been, I, I knew her when she had like, she, I knew her when she, like she got long dreads now. Mm-hmm. I knew her when she had small dreads, the starter mm-hmm. dress, you know, the first year when you yeah. look raggedy, mm-hmm. um, shout out to her. Um, and, um, yeah, I just had time. I had a good time and I just felt very like, yes, like this is what it is. Like I'm having friends. I'm having just a good time with my friends so actually made me excited and this this week a lot of people just was like in my dms telling me how much they love me and i was just like oh or how much the podcast means to them and i was like oh thank you you care about me and amber right (laughs) you can't even get niggas we fuck to care about us sometimes but that's a whole nother subject speak for yourself jesus that's the i well i'm sorry i'm sorry let me speak for myself (laughs) No, it's the same. <laughs> I was like, sis, I wasn't gonna I was I was gonna let you rock like Amber. <laughs> Anyways, and what's your bussy pep talk for the week? Um uh, you know, one thing that I'm really proud of myself is um I think well, last week, uh when we were off, I decided to get some dick. And I was very like insecure a little bit about the dick. Not about my pussy, you guys, because I guess y'all were like not about that but um i've gained uh, a considerable amount of weight because of the uh, meds that i was taking and i had sex with somebody that has seen me before then and hasn't i mean seen my body you know currently and so um i have been pretty insecure about that but i was like you know what i'm gonna do it I'm going to get it done. And I did. And I like got some cute new underwear, felt sexy. And like, and I honestly was like, what do you have to be afraid about? Mm -hmm. Like, and I was, and it was, it was really, really, really good. I have, I've learned that I have visions uh, when I orgasm. Okay. Um, I think that's what, um, come on, vision. Yeah. Like sunset. Yeah. You know, come remember on. that As Yes song last night? 
Oh, <laughs> last night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was inside of you last night. So, I don't see the stars and the moons and all that shit. I, be, I saw, like, some mild sauce because um, <laughs> I'm ghetto and hungry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, child. The motherfucking ghetto. Mild fucking sauce. Yes. Yes. So, um, I yeah. would be offended, low key. Like, even though I know that it's your vision, I still mm-hmm. like if 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 you someone say I saw visions in my orgasm and they said they saw mild sauce, I'd just be like, do you think I'm chicken? Like, <laughs> that's how good it is. Mm-hmm. I wanted to eat your ass up, you okay. know? Yes, come on, sock you up with a biscuit. Who? It was very great. Um, so it was cool. It was it was chill. Shout was, out to the dick. Shout out to the dick. Um, it be? comes attached to a person, so shout out to that person. Amen. Um, He's a very nice person. Yes, he is definitely. I I wasn't Porsche. hesitating. Yeah. I was hesitating because yeah. he might listen, and I'm like, I've met him before, so mm-hmm. he's really cool. Yeah. He and for a straight man, I don't say that very often. You know what? He is a good straight dude. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't make them often. They um, those hard to come by. Mm-hmm. They're very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's still straight, so yeah. So he, <laughs> he's ultimately going to disappoint, um, <laughs> along with eighty percent of all gay men. Anyways, <laughs> not including me. Um, although I did some toxic shit, but we'll talk about that later. Oh God. <laughs> Candace. Candace, what is your pussy pep talk? So this week, um, I took like two days, two, three days to go upstate New York. Okay. um, To just be with like one of my big sisters and her family. Because I had had a really rough start to the year. Like Mm. I I, kind of started after the surviving R. Kelly doc. (sighs) Then like I went to speak in uh, Memphis and... While I was speaking during the intermission, purchased two cookies that I didn't know were edibles and ate them. So I ate two edibles and lost all my shit. So I had I came back really just all over the place and needed a minute to like refocus. So she was like, come up here. So I played with uh, my little niece and nephew. Um, we played school, of course. Okay. Church school. I watched more uh, Snow Patrol. Was it Paw Patrol? A show. And they had this new thing called uh, Motown Magic. That's on Netflix. It's mm. a cartoon that takes the old Motown hits mm. and turns them into like songs for the kids. So I watched that till okay. like forever so it was it was good i needed it Mm -hmm. i needed it so that i'm proud of myself for saying i'm gonna not answer my phone i'm not gonna do work i'm not gonna look at email but i'm just gonna dump and then be filled again so i'm proud of that oh that sound shit i I had a vision (laughs) orgasmic vision off of just not looking at my phone I did. Oh, I'm going I'm I'm to do that. Gonna you do got that. to. It's so empowering. It really is. Because so you didn't answer the phone at all? No. Yes. I didn't answer the phone. I didn't answer emails. And I had one editor who was like, oh, we haven't. It, now, mind you, my deadline is the 31st. So while you emailing me on Thursday, crazy as hell. <laughs> and I emailed you back 
on Saturday. Like, we agreed on the 31st. You'll get that shit on February 1st because I'm going to be late. But that's, but that's not the there. point. Right. <laughs> that's not the point. We don't need to talk until the 31st. That's what the point is, right? <laughs> so, so it was so empowering. Irregardless. That's- Listen, you're going to get that shit a day late, but it's all good. But don't don't call me before the 31st. Okay. Um <laughs> I bet you said you gonna get it February first, but that's not the point. <laughs> Ooh, child, the ghetto. All right, we're gonna start with eat. You ready? Yes. Okay. All thoughts. Open your legs to Candace. Get ready. All right. What is your favorite after church meal? A three wing meal from Bojangles okay. with fries, dirty rice, and a sweet tea lemonade mix. Mm. Oh, sweet tea because mix. Popeyes is not good and i and i had to say that because i know how much y'all stand for popeyes wow. but somebody had to come no. on here candace not and now. let y'all know that when it comes wow. to chicken when it comes wow. to the spicy chicken candace bojangles like popeyes wow. holds no candles wow. bojangles. Wow. Candace. And I love y'all. Candace. somebody had to candace. tell this you come to our show and you disrespect us you can't somebody do this okay somebody okay. had to tell you okay. Okay. Well, uh, 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 not somebody Look. And then somebody, it's me. <laughs> I felt like to me. <laughs> Wait, Bojangles is is good. I will say that. They're, I've never had her. So really, oh. yeah, I've all, I passed her, but I never had her. Their spicy chicken biscuit is just That's everything. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I will say that some Bojangles are popping, but not all Bojangles. But that's the same way. Um, Popeyes. Popeyes. It is, but I feel like it's harder to find a really bomb Bojangles because you're from North Carolina, right? I am. You got some bomb Bojangles out yes. there, right? Mm-hmm. But a yes. Bojangles in Podunk, Georgia. Okay, again, y'all, I have, you know, I, I like to I, eat. I, I, I just, I was like, I was just confused. You were like, po- how do I know? No, but I was just confused. Like, does Podunk really exist? Because I've never heard of Oh, it. Podunk is in a real place, but it could be it in Georgia. Be. Okay. It could be. Um, I'm from, but my family's true. from Kaiseyasco, Mississippi, so. Kaiseyasco, Mississippi. Kaiseyasco. I've yeah. never heard of it. I've been to Chinchilla, Alabama, so. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. My family country, so. Shout but that is true because there is a Bojangles in Reading, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I drove there about two years ago. You were craving a Bojangles? Mm-hmm. And I wrote a letter to corporate. Wow. Because it was trash. Wow. And I told them, wow. I said, you have absolutely no business telling people that this is a Bojangles. Like wow. I was, I t- live tweeted, I Instagrammed. I Facebooked. I was like, this is trash and you need your franchise license taken away. Nobody. You know what? Like, it's actually bringing back the, like, I can hear how angry you are. I felt like you were like, like it was a little PTSD. Like, I'm so mad when I think about, I drove an hour and 29 minutes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I would be upset. With some dry ass chicken Mm. and some soupy, dirty rice Mm. and some stale fries. It's kind of like the time I I split a meal with a, a young man and then brought him to my house, even though I didn't really find him that attractive and st- let him eat my butt. And I thought it was like, and it still was bad. And I was just like, you just can do anything right. Um, Look, it's just, but, you know what? You need to have Candace write you a letter. <laughs> I do. You stay writing a letter. Ah, 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 ah. I do. <laughs> now, let me tell you. And it comes from, 
this is hilarious. So it comes from my grandmother and my mom are like letter writers. So my grandmother calls me yesterday to tell, like going off because she went to the grocery store because you know the, she did her first of the month runs, but she didn't want to cook last night because my uncle, my cousin stays with her. So she didn't feel like cooking. So she stops by Little Caesars and she calls me and she said, I went back to Little Caesars and I got their, got their corporate address because I got to write them a letter because they have gone up on the price, but down in the quality. She was like, my cheese was, I didn't have cheese on the whole thing. The sauce was running. The meat was sliding off. And she's like, and I don't pay $11 mm. for a Supreme pizza at Little Caesars to come back home and make my pizza. She right. So she wrote her letter that she's sending to corporate. So it comes. It's, it's come, generational. It's a long line of it's letter writers. It's generational. I'm going to start writing letters. <laughs> it's very white woman to me, right? It is. It's phenomenal, though. But do you get anything from letter writing? Like how- I do. Uh, you mean like from responses? Just a, yeah, responses from companies. Or- I do. So like I wrote a letter to Target uh, because... <laughs> Tim is loving Sorry, Tim so, is down. Ah, ah, h, ah, ah, ah. I was... This sounds slightly... A- this sounds like it could be an addiction. I'm just... <laughs> I'm going... I was like, so far... <laughs> You- I mean, it might be. So, because I feel, here's the thing. I feel like they don't take us seriously mm-hmm. if we don't tell them, like, no, I'm coming for your ass. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when we do the whole, can I speak to the manager? And then they do the whole fake, like, oh, I'm sorry. What do we need to do in order? And then when you leave, they talking shit and telling the person, don't worry about it. Like, it's not a big deal. They mm-hmm. don't take it seriously. When you get that damn letter, that email sent to corporate, and you, and then they realize, oh, this ain't no like, this ain't no regular Negro. Like they mm-hmm. really felt the way about what happened. Um, and now, then your last name, your whole like your name is it could be whiteish. It's white really? adjacent. And I do the whole name. Yes, yes. So because yes, you got to put that Marie in there. Yeah, yeah. That feels real. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. feels very like oh my god, oh my god. I have so, to listen to Candace Marie. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I, yeah. I I do the whole. Yeah. I do I do. My mother my mother picked it for that reason. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I like to lean into that for that reason. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I like to lean into my white adjacent name listen, for leather purposes. Listen. But I did promise my friends that I would not write a letter for at least six months. Okay. So it is addiction. So we're going to, um, I, I, I know addiction when I speak. I'm highly, I, I have a very addictive spirit. Um, emphasis on addictive spirit. Um, oh, Lord. The dick, as Amanda Seals said yesterday, the dick can't touch the heart. I gotta see it. It's, was it good? It was good. Okay, it was very good. It. It's 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 not so. I, I'm not saying this to be shady. It's mm-hmm. more conversational than okay. it is. Like I wasn't like laughing, but I was just right. like, I was laughing, but it wasn't like a oh my god, like yeah. your standard stand up. But okay. it was like very relatable, okay. very. Good, but overall, very good. I'm gonna watch it. Um. So recently, Mick Mill said that um he tweeted mm-hmm. and he said that Shake Shack um was better than Chick Fil A. Um, do you agree or disagree with this statement? You know, he's still, he, and no shade, he still got prison food on his tongue, on his palate. So, like, you can't, you can't, you can't allow somebody who really hadn't, like, cleansed their palate for me 
to be making such statements, right? So, under no circumstances should Shake Shack even be in the same conversation with you. Candace, shut up. You will not convince me that since he been out, he ain't take a, a, a thing of Doritos and some ketchup and mustard pack, put it in the Doritos, and scrunched it up and put a little water in it to make his look. You can't, you ain't gonna convince me that he ain't done I, <laughs> You can't convince me of that. Okay. Um, so, you know. I, I agree, Candace, but I just. <laughs> No, <laughs> I wasn't ready. I thought she was gonna say this is somebody who who has Nicki Minaj in his palate, but you know that's <laughs> also even bad. You know, don't do yeah, Nicki. But no. prison is worse than Nicki. Pris- prison is <laughs> much worse. Always. Both tacky, but yes. Um, <laughs> but I love the Barb still, and I still love Nicki. Um, she just a little tacky, so. yeah. What has um, happened with her? Let's not, let's not talk about it. Okay. Let's, just, yeah. let's, just, let's just remember let's the good times. Um, <laughs> next Pink al- Friday. Next next album. I'm yes. Pray. Um yes. Although the, um, maybe Queen was good though. I mean, Queen got motherfucking. Um, what's the song? Chunley. No, I hate no. Chunley. You I love Chunley. You like Chunley. I you love like fucking Chunley. Good bitch. Good, good form. form is a, yeah, that is. We love me. We love me. Good form. Um, favorite meal. And shake from cookout. Okay, so when I go to cookout, I'm going to get one of two things. I never get the whole meal. Okay. I either get a regular hamburger with cheese cookout style, light onions. Yes, come on, light onions. Because I give you the whole half of a... Have y'all ever been? I have not been to cookout. I have. But I've heard phenomenal I don't like it. You got to go. Bitch, what? It's nasty to me. Wow. It's real nasty. But I've only had Atlanta cookout. No, no, no. Okay. okay. I haven't had North Carolina cookout. You have cookout. to come where it You yeah. have to come to North Carolina. Yeah. So, like, the thing with... The reason why I say light onions is because cookout will literally cut an onion in threes and then slap that whole... A third mm. of it on your, on your mm. sandwich. And you just looking like, what the fuck? So... I get that, or I get the grilled chicken sandwich because it actually is a chicken breast, mm-hmm. not fake chicken, but chicken mm-hmm. breast. Mm-hmm. I'm either gonna get the strawberry shake with Snickers in it, mm. or I'm going a to classy get bra. yeah, I, or I'm gonna get the strawberry shake with banana and walnut in it. Mm. Mm. That's a healthy. That's a yes. he- healthy ish. Yeah, but see, when you have fruit. it, you'll yeah, see with the walnut, honey. You'll see. You, know, you see, I like my nuts, so I had to have both of them. Oh, wow. But wow. um, but they're not. They're nuts. super thick. Like they're not. Like there's nothing healthy about a cookout shake. Mm. No, nothing healthy. Mm. So it's it's a dessert, a snack. A meal. Something for tomorrow. Like, you're not finishing it that whole day. Damn, for you not finishing it tomorrow. <laughs> you're not. What restaurant reminds you of home the most? Or what restaurant do you miss the most from home? I miss, it's called Bell Brothers back in the day. So, they closed it, but it was a cafeteria. 
And I hated Bell Brothers growing up because it was really weird. Like, if your mama didn't want to cook, but she made sure you had something healthy to eat, mm-hmm. like, you getting a meat and three vegetables okay. in a roll. And they roll. closed it. So I think, like, I, somebody stole some money or something. You know, we just can't never have shit. And it was right by the meat house, so it was really convenient. But it was, Bell Brothers for me is like, I wish that it was still there. Sometimes I just drop by it and be like, damn, we ain't got Bell Brothers no more. Okay. Um, do, do, do. Okay, last question. Um, one dish you've... <laughs> wow. Um, one dish you've had recently that you are low-key ashamed to tell folks about? So I wasn't even going to answer this one, but I felt like I should tell y'all the truth. So yes, I thank tried... You. Thank you. Living your truth, for better or for worse. So I tried to... I saw some shit on Pinterest. Okay. And I tried to make... <laughs> I never covered I, her I'm mind. bracing myself. <laughs> so I tried to make barbecue turkey wings. Okay. Um, this doesn't sound... It... So I, I ended up throwing them away because the barbecue sauce that I used with the turkey meat it just, I think it would be better on the grill mm. versus in the oven. Mm. Um, and then I tried to do this like cheer, it was like a seafood dressing with a white cherry vinaigrette sauce. And that tastes like shit. And my grandma, yeah, my grandma told me don't ever bring that back to her house. So. Okay. <laughs> I just I was like okay. Okay. It looked so pretty in the picture, mm-hmm. but my grandma told me don't ever bring that back to her house and mm-hmm. don't take no pictures and put and post it because people gonna think that she didn't teach me how to cook. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I love I, your grandma. <laughs> child, she's a she's wow. a mess. Wow. But she was like, do not put that up there because people gonna think I told you to do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you disappointed grandma. <laughs> and her face. There's a level of shame. <laughs> That's like, I used to make chicken chili. My mama died, so three years ago. My mama died three years ago, so the year before she died, every year, like for like seven, like seven, eight years, I was making chicken chili. And I thought I was making like, I thought it was good. You thought you were doing your thug dizzle. That last year, my mama was like, can just please do not ever make <laughs> chicken chili again and i said well it's like i said but you never said anything and it would be leaving so you know like if something stays in the refrigerator you're gonna think oh they ain't really rock with that so mm-hmm. like i don't need to make it again mm-hmm. i said but you were eating she was like i'm your mama that's what i'm supposed to do she said but i don't want to eat it again so please don't please do not wow. make that chicken chili that so doesn't sound I, anything like our mothers oh my mom <laughs> they would have told us right away right away <laughs> She was eating it. She was. They would have told us like after first bite, like, mm. <laughs> no. My mom would have been. Would be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. Throw this out. Throw this. I don't like this. And I'll be like, Mom, I, I didn't need to know all of that. <laughs> she was eating it and hating it, and it was. And that last year, she was like, I can't do it. Wow. I just can't do it no more. So okay. please don't. I'm gonna be like your mama. Yeah. Or maybe not. Nah, nope, nope. No, because I I'm was making something for years that was nasty. <laughs> so just tell me year one so I won't be wasting yeah, my time. Yeah, and yeah. I took that shit to potlucks. And <laughs> ah, 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 ah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've taken it out places. Ah, they had you. 
They had you thinking that shit was your specialty. You know how you got Bitch, that. You might be a boozle. Let us stray. You know you got that repertoire. So you know if you get asked to bring some shit, you already know what you can go to. I was taking that places and she hadn't said a word. Well, maybe it was good to other people. But if it ain't good to your mama. Yeah. That's your first, like, that's your first test. Was, and it, so, was it good to you? It was. Okay. I really enjoyed it. And now I will never make it again. It's okay. Because I just, I, I won't ever make it again. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. All right, so we're going to jump into pray. Uh-huh. Okay, we start pray the same way every motherfucking episode. Y'all probably tired of me saying that we started, but just in case you're new to the podcast. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> Like and, and subscribe. And I was about to say, y'all need to rate and subscribe because this really is one of my thank favorites. You, thank you. Thank you. This really is thank one of my favorites. Thank you. I'm low key pissed that I didn't think of eat pray thought first, but it's one of my favorites. And and just so the girls, just so the girls know, I have trademarked it, so don't give me ideas. <laughs> no, we really need to go look, on a whole I, like eat pray thought like red lip theology live mm. conference tour yes we it. need to figure out that. something for the summer and i, I won't i'm gonna wear g-string we need to do all of that do. yeah i just want to wear a red g-string. okay because i was like it doesn't the purpose it. yeah I just i just want to wear a red <laughs> no particular purpose at all um <laughs> what is your passion <laughs> oh wow um it really is helping us to think through what it means to live beyond the breaks and beyond the pains and the knots and the um, and the shit. Like, and I, I, I come alive writing and I come alive creating things that push us to think that way, to mm-hmm. think through like that it ain't got to just be this. Mm-hmm. but life can still be beautiful so I think that that's where I feel most led most called most passionate about mm-hmm. come on alright um, what called you to be a theologian you know um, I have a really weird relationship with the church so like my mama wasn't my parents weren't married um, mm-hmm. and my dad was supposed like my dad was my dad wasn't supposed to to wasn't asked to stand before the congregation and apologize but my mom was um and she refused to so like that was the custom that if you were pregnant and you weren't married you were supposed to step down from things and then apologize for sinning because you know obviously you're the only one who sinned um and so i grew up with just this very deep antagonistic relationship even though I was still being raised in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, like, I had deep questions about who this guy was, who, um, why did I feel like I couldn't fully be myself? Like, there are parts of me that are, like, hood as fuck. There are parts of me that are ratchet. There are parts of me that are sexual. And I didn't want to feel like I had to be this, like, meek pious because that ain't me Uh you know what i'm saying like i don't feel right being that girl Uh um and so unless it's in role play yeah like and then like oh yeah i have yo like one of the questions that y'all asked me 
actually goes I'm sorry, to like I, that. So we, it was so gonna, funny because it took me back. I'm sorry. I'm we're sorry. Gonna, that was my fault. We're gonna we're gonna put a pin mark in that. <laughs> yeah, because because it made me send a text on the way here. Um, so uh, I lost my train of thought. You were saying Ooh. how you weren't a meek person. Yeah. yeah so like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, it's my fault. <laughs> so I so I began to really like I wanted to think through. Who is God? Who are we in relationship to God? Who are we in relationship to other people? Um, And so my background educationally is sociology and theology. And they both like merge to give me like a really great kind of picture of how do we have these conversations about, you know, what faith look like Mm -hmm. in relationship to each other. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a different kind of theologian. Like I wanted to, I wanted to tell people it was okay to be ratchet and that it was okay to be that, that ratchet and righteous and holiness and hoe and all are in the same space. It's on the same continuum. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I wanted to be that. And I felt like that's why I was, that's, that's kind of the space and stuff that I was led into. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Dope. So is that where Red Lip Theology comes from? Yeah. So Red Lip Theology really was born out of this moment. Well, it was really born out of a moment of me trying to be an asshole back to one of my racist classmates who we were in a oh, seminary <laughs> and we were learning about black theology. Mm-hmm. And anytime you tell white people about themselves, they mm-hmm. feel away, right? Always. So he was wow. like, what? He What did he say? He said, so are you a black theologian or are you like a regular theologian? Huh? Exactly. And I said, I'm a red lip theologian. And I came out before I even knew what I was saying. Mm. And he said, so who created that? And I said, me, just now. That was that was all. <laughs> um, mm. And so then I began to like really live into it and realize that like red lip theology is really the space where the sensual self and the sacred self meet to where there is no separation, mm. right? So I am as holy when I'm getting it in as I am when I'm in church, right? Mm-hmm. And that um, wow. there's space for us. Who knew could be so spiritual? I did. It, I did. I don't. <laughs> it, <laughs> but it'll, maybe have this year. You, it'll have you seeing, seeing mm-hmm. and speaking. Mm-hmm. I had a vision. Mm-hmm. Running on ah. and seeing what the end will be. <laughs> I had a vision of myself. <laughs> it was more than you can get. I love what you, you said um, in your uh, article, I'm a single Christian woman and I like sex. You said, my moans reach as high as my prayers. Both are sacred sounds. <sighs> let me just say. Bars, y'all. Ah, ah, come on, bars. <laughs> let, me, let me just say. A bitch sounds wonderful in bed. Okay. So like Ooh, so yes. so that is I like to hear my own self. Mm-hmm. Um and so that was part of it because that was a flex. But <laughs> yes, the other, but the other piece to flex. that oh, that was that was a moan flex, right? But the other piece to that is that there is the truth of so many of us are taught that we have to like compartmentalize our faith and our freak, right? That like, and that's what happens with so many people of who were we were brought up in purity culture, that we're taught no sex, no sex, no sex, no sex, no sex. Then when we get married, 
we're afraid of it and mm-hmm. we don't know how to you mm. know we don't know what intimacy intimacy is supposed to look like mm-hmm. right um and so relative theology for me and even talking about sex and talking about being christian and 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 spirituality has always been about pushing us to to realize that there's so much more than just that like there's so much there's there's so much more to life than us thinking in this binary of i can't have sex versus i can mm-hmm. so okay so speaking of just um you know feeling shame around sex mm-hmm. uh, so i was reading your article about michelle williams and her relationship mm-hmm. and one thing that you did say that was I just thought was really great was we carry so much shame being church girls with wellness challenges who are unlucky in love. Right. Um, and how can people with wellness challenges who struggle with depression, who have anxiety, uh, who might have issues with, you know, whoever they're with, how can they kind of like unload that shame? I think the, the, the main way that you do it is to understand that like, there's no, it's not your fault that you that you have this challenge right that like a lot of us think that like that means that because i i navigate depression or i have anxiety that something is fundamentally wrong with me and that um because there's something wrong with me then i'm an extra burden in relationships right so like i realized in my last relationship that though i had anxiety and navigate depression that nigga was worse than me like you know what i'm saying like a nigga that don't take care of their own stuff mm-hmm. and don't reckon and do their own work is a dangerous motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it became very shout out to all the niggas I've talked to. <laughs> exactly. Hello. Um. And so and so it is important for us to realize that like all of us have something and all of us are, are navigating life in very complex and and frustrating ways, but. If we navigate it the right way, doing our work, whether our work is taking medicine, whether our work is going to counseling or going to therapy, then we can have healthy whole relationships. But we can't be the only one doing that work. Mm-hmm. And if we if we think back to that show, because I watched I watched the show um, and saw how they were moving. Michelle was the only one doing work. Mm. But we live in this like. We were raised to believe that, like, the prize is the husband. Mm -hmm. And so any man that chooses to, like, look your way and say, I want to be with you, then you better do everything you can to keep that man. And so, and then it becomes not him, but you're the insufficient one. And so my heart broke when she announced that the relationship was over and she was like, I don't want to destroy another relationship. Like, that was Mm -hmm. just like... Because somebody didn't tell her it wasn't her. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody didn't sit and was like, that wasn't you. Like, that was him. And that was her speaking that way was just years of what we've learned, not only in our churches, but in our families and in our communities, that, like, how dare you have a man decide that they want to marry you, and then you fuck it up. Mm. Like, that's you, not him. Don't matter that he ain't done and dealt with his stuff. But, like, so so I think that we have to recognize that, like, just because we have these challenges doesn't make us any less lovable, doesn't make us any less fit for relationships. But we have to be partnered with people who are doing doing their work and doing it honestly. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> we have nothing to say. <laughs> we were just both like, what? Um, no, because I, I mean, Savoy and I talk about this a lot because, you know, I uh, struggle with depression and a lot of times I feel like I'm like, I have so much and I have so much of a burden on me. And I don't think a guy is going to be able to handle that or I won't be able to be there for him or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I when we talk about like emotional labor and women and like how much women have to give to men, sometimes I'm like, I can't do that shit. And I actually need someone to do that for me. And I just like, I don't see that happening. So and I think it takes it's very it takes a lot of honesty around that. Like, so. In relationships now, or when I'm interacting with with brothers now, I say that to them. Like, there's a season really from November. My my anxiety and depression ebb and flow throughout the year, but November to like the end of the year is a really difficult time for me Mm because it's the anniversary of my mom's passing. It's my birthday. It's the holidays. It's a difficult time. Mm You gonna need to hold. You gonna need to carry me, mm-hmm. and I'm very clear about that. Like, it doesn't also mean that you know when other moments come up. Like, I'm very like one of the things that that this entire um, re- this life navigating depression has taught me is how to be very honest with where I am. So like. For me, strategies are when I feel myself hitting it, um, I tell my people, give me a day. Like, I need a day to myself. Mm -hmm. Don't let me go to two days. But give me a day. Mm -hmm. I tell a dude that. Like, I I can't talk to you. We can't text. I can't do nothing. Just give me a day. Don't let me go to two. Because two becomes three, and then three becomes a month. Mm -hmm. Right? But, like, I think that when you're honest about those things... Why are you speaking my motherfucking life? I mean... Like, I think when you're Mm -hmm. honest about those things, Mm -hmm. right? That, like... And it's easier for me because my life, like, is (laughs) Googleable. So, like, my... Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, I talk about these things. So, like, they come up in dating. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's easier for women who aren't... Who don't talk about it and think that... Or people, you Mm -hmm. know, folks who don't talk about it to be very honest and say... This is... These are things that have happened in my life. This... These are how I try to navigate... Um how I try to navigate depression. Mm-hmm. This is where I need you to kind of do, do some caring, mm-hmm. some heavy lifting. Um, and what I found is that that has encouraged brothers to be really honest and vulnerable with me. Mm-hmm. Like a dude told me, he was like, I hate my birthday because after my dad and my mom broke up, my dad would always say he was coming he never showed up. Mm-hmm. Aside from a card, do not do shit for me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I remember at first I was like, you know, yeah. and he was like, nah, like, and then he brought it back to me. When you've asked me mm-hmm. to honor spaces with you, honor the same thing with me. And I realized that was something that he's working through, right? But right. like, but I think that our honesty encourages people to open up and be even more honest 
<sighs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Savoy? Yeah. Um, shout out to my toxic behavior. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm learning how to... I think for me personally, because this, this depression shit... <laughs> I don't want to say it's new for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I think it's been going on since I was like 19 probably. Um, But I think the, the new, the, the, the the heightened (laughs) experience of it, so to speak, I'm learning how to like, realize that like how I've done things in the past, like me and Amber talk all the time. Um, and even me and my best friend, my other, one of my other best friends, Edwin, we talk about how we just make jokes out of our shit all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. all the serious shit. Mm-hmm. And I realized that's something I do with other people's shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'll joke with their shit and they be like, and I recently had a situation where I was joking about something mm-hmm. and the guy was just like, I, I, I know you, that's what you do, but that's not what's funny. That's not funny to me. Right. And I'm like, Oh yeah damn my my and then even i had a situation with a friend recently like i'm like oh yeah i guess i even though that's what i do that doesn't mean that like i can do that with your shit and i need to be more present in your i need to be present in your shit just as much as i am present in my shit like i need to it needs to be like an understanding it's Um, it's hard Mm -hmm. it's hard it's really hard yeah i mean being vulnerable is really hard for me i think this podcast has been something that's been really helpful because i really just wanted to be behind the scenes like i'm like oh i can produce this like this will be fun or whatever yeah. and then like talk i'm like uh, you want me to be a co-host like i'm like what and so being vulnerable about some of the things like being vulnerable about depression and mm-hmm. taking medication and right. i mean i even talked about me going to 12-step programs which is something that i never thought i would share ever right. so and a lot of that has to do with just like overall shame right. and um so it is it's helpful but i think you know i'm working through it when it comes to a relationship but that's good to know the more honest that you are with the guy the more honest the guy will be and not use it against you i mean and i think (laughs) that's the whole we didn't say that's Uh, the hope i I, I was about to say i didn't hear candace say that last part (laughs) that's the hope right but i mean i think i think that like part of it though is that um navigating depression and navigating wellness challenges for me as it relates to love has cut the has cut the crap when it comes to stuff for me like it's some dudes that i mean are very clear that they steer clear for me Mm. Um, after reading 443 and then after, you know what I'm saying, like reading what I require mm-hmm. of things. And I'm a, I appreciate that because like I life is hard enough for me to be, you know, texting my friends behind some shit you just did to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I got enough shit that I that I need them for that I don't need to pile on with you. Mm-hmm. So um, and so I think that like part of the honesty is its own weeding process that you that you are like look i don't have like i just heard this song the other day uh sinead harnett um Mm. it's called lessons Mm -hmm. and she was like i don't need another lesson like because i don't lessons in love hurt Mm 
And then she's like, you know, tell me, like, there's a line where she's like, tell me if your love can go that far. It's better if you show me who you are. Like, I just, like, you need to tell me up front if this is something that you don't want to deal with. Like, if you don't, if this kind of, like, navigating these kinds of dark patches and brokenness isn't something that you're into, you know, let's let's do the benediction and, and remain, you know, IG friends and, like, thirst trap each other. But, like... There's no need for us to try to be <laughs> anything else beyond that. Um, but I do. I think that the honesty creates its own like navigation. But yeah, that song is. I can't wait till you hear it and then tell me about it. I just uh, saved it on my Spotify. So or, okay. In your article for um, Rodley, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned that you um, that you did something that you never thought you would be able to do, which is say goodbye to your mother um, mm-hmm. who passed three years ago. Um, since her passing, how has your grieving experience changed over the years? Um, I'm not as, um, I'll say it this way. When I, when my mom first died and when I first found out that she died, it was like somebody took the rod out of my back mm-hmm. And that rod was, like, guiding, like, was steering me. And I didn't know nothing. And, like, I went to I went to therapy, and I told my therapist, I said, I feel like I'm drowning. And then a year later, year and a half later, I said to her, I said, I feel like I'm walking, but it's sand. This is the first time since my mom has passed that I can say that I feel like I'm standing on solid ground. Mm. That doesn't mean that it's less difficult. I think that I have much more tools to navigate it. With. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's, there's something about three years, like I'm not, three years removed doesn't look like three months after my mom passed. Mm-hmm. When like I'm still just like in a fog and in a haze. Um, the other piece is that like my mother was a mental health professional, so mm. she taught mental health nursing. Mm. She um, was a was a psych nurse practitioner, so she had patients. And mm. so, mental health like I was the kid who would go to school with like um, what's those Prozac pins, and um, because all of the people would have um, like the drug reps would come to my oh, mom's yeah. office. So she would be like, I'm not buying. The drug rep pens are the best pens ever. She was like, I'm not finna buy you no pens for school and no notebooks. Like, I had, like, a Zoloft notebook in math class. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. But, like, so I I grew up in a place where, like, mental health was normalized. Mm -hmm. So it was easy for me in ways that I recognize may not be as easy for other people. So I try to talk about it as much as I can Mm -hmm. to make it easier and like destigmatize stuff. Mm -hmm. But like grieving for me um, is I see grief as a companion now. Hmm. Um, Grief didn't want to like I see grief as this companion who did not want to be here but has no choice but to be here because I've suffered this great loss. I just think that, like, so grief for me is trying to figure out how to be there for me. Like, mm-hmm. grief would rather... I, I've, I've, I've learned to say that I think that grief would rather... Grief says to me, I would rather your mama be here than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because your mom is no longer here and because you've had, like, this really tough time... 
I want to be, I want to show up for you in the ways that I can. And so grief now, like, it's not, it's, it's, it's a full life, right? So like, I can miss my mom grieving and it's not, and it can be the laugh or a memory that makes me laugh that I'm just like, dang, like, I tweet, I was in the, I was in the, the, the thing over here, the, the taxi over here and somebody tweeted this guy who was dancing um, at a basketball game. Mm-hmm. It's an old man, and he looked like my daddy. Like, he looked like my daddy. And I thought that, I was like, dang, like, for this 41 seconds, I thought it was my dad. And I said, this really makes me miss my mom, because I would have sent it to her and be like, look who you procreated with. Like, this nigga is up here showing his ass at basketball <laughs> games. Like, because I really, I, and I'm still not convinced that ain't my daddy. But, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not convinced. So, but but that is that was a moment of, like, hmm. Like, you know, I can't have that, like, funny moment mm. with her. So, grief is, grief is good and grief is bad i mean not bad but grief are the funny moments and grief are the heavy moments grief is a constant like i'm never not gonna know grief Mm -hmm. and grief will always be here and i think that what i would say is that we're both trying to figure out each other right now Mm. wow oh shit (laughs) you hear that that's some work that's some therapy work okay Cause, it ooh. saves lives, man. When you go in therapy and you tell the truth, not some lying shit. But when you go in therapy and you tell the truth, therapy can save your life for real. For or you real. just start talking about shit that you didn't know you needed to talk about. Listen, <laughs> been doing that a lot lately. Like, oh, I mean, like how we get there? I like, know. My, like I how did, we? I didn't know that was the issue. But exactly. Since we're here now, <laughs> I didn't know that 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 has come out. I went to grief counseling. Mm-hmm. Grief counseling turned into having conversations about my relationship with my father. It had it turned into having relation conversations about my relationship with men, mm. my relationships with my friends, my professional goals. I came to that heifer to figure out how to live. <laughs> I, 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 life I came you know, for one thing, bitch. Without my damn mama. <laughs> That's all I went to that bitch for. Was because I couldn't make it without my mama. That heifer had me calling my daddy. To be like, we we got to talk because cause you fucked me up. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. but, but that is the beauty of, that's the gift of therapy when you're honest. Mm-hmm. You don't get, you don't recognize the ways that things are connected, right? Mm-hmm. How some of the ways I was engaged in relationships and, 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 and dealing with shit was right back to how I, you know, my, my toxic and fucked up relationship with my dad. And I hated that. Like, I did not want to be the Iyanla that, like, she loved call people daddyless daughters. And I was like, I am not that bitch. Like, I am not her. And then it took therapy for me to realize, no, like, your dad was supposed to be here. Your dad not being here is, is that is a significant loss. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it and and it's doubly painful when the parent that is alive is the parent that didn't want you. So like my grief, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, was like the one parent that was really active and the one parent who wanted to be a parent to me is the one that's not alive. 
And I didn't think through all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause I'm just going, I'm paying you to help me figure out, you know, right. what stage of grief am I in this week? Right. right? How, how we get to the fifth <laughs> stage so that I'm good. <laughs> right. <laughs> the girls don't know. So for you girls who don't know about therapy, let me tell you something. <laughs> Once you get to a certain level and you're with your therapist, you start wanting to tell them, like, no, bitch, see, I want to be here. Yes. And you keep going back to here, but, bitch, I want to be here. I got So, like, I literally just, this week, I wrote down all the things that I wanted to work on because I was like, well, you know, we need to heal. We actually, like, need to get past some of this trauma. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I listened through all the things I wanted to do. She's like, okay. And my therapist was kind of like, okay, we'll get to those things eventually. I'm like, no, bitch, I want to get to them like yeah, get no, no, now because I got places I need to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. I don't want some dick this year, Listen. damn it. And I can't, I don't want to do that with, I don't want to repeat the same thing. Listen. Yo, when that white man, because <laughs> I, I, I have a uh, therapist who's a white man, Mine he's Jewish. And I went in there telling him, because he was like, oh, what would make, you know, how will, because I'm taking CBT. So he's like, what would make you know that? Uh, therapy would be over for you and I was like oh I just listed all these things I was like if I do this if I do this I was like oh my uh, relationship with my parents that's great whatever and then he was like um oh well I just wanted to let you know that uh, you are living your life for your parents and you're not living for yourself and every single thing in your life has been affected by that and uh, you won't get better until you deal with that and I was like huh <laughs> i was like i didn't come for this like i really I, I, I was like bitch i paid you for this i was like i told you about other things like why are we talking about my parents now like it happened the ghetto is real um so we got so many questions. We do I'm have here. we okay. do have a we do have a lot of questions yes. for you. Look, look, we appreciate you for being I'm here. I'm here. Um, you know, I was waiting on this. Ah, come on. I ain't gonna lie. What? And y'all will not believe it. But I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all was on my vision board for 2018. You are fucking kidding. Right. I'm not. Like there y'all was on my vision board for 2018. So when you sent this, when you sent it, when you sent the email and then you did this whole like introduction as if like I didn't know who the fuck y'all were. Wow. Um, wow, Candace, I just want to give you some pussy. Like, <laughs> I just feel like I should it give you something. Like, I just, I mean, because part of it, part of it is like when you want to be around people who get you, because this can be an isolating, mm-hmm. like when you're creatives, like the kind that we are, mm-hmm. and we have conversations that push push the envelope in the ways that that they get pushed Mm -hmm. it's isolating as fuck and you want to be in spaces that like this for me is like everything like this this for me I can't. I'm gonna find you some good dick. I'm, I'm, yes. I feel like I gotta do something for you, sis. Exactly. I'm gonna. We're, this we're, for me. We gonna, when we, we get to the thought section, we gonna get. We gonna get. We gonna, we gonna figure this out. I cannot wait dick. till we get to the thought okay. section. We gonna okay. get Candace some dick. <laughs> okay, so she deserves. You do deserve, and I'm. Do, I'm very emotional by just even hearing that, and that's really dope that you. Ha- we had you like we had a list of people that we wanted on the show before we even started the season and you were on there so don't like god is amazing (laughs) yeah like god is amazing yes won't he do it yes Um, won't he do it well speaking of because this isn't even a question i don't even think that we wrote this down but like 
um, you were talking about it's really isolating when people don't get you. And so you're a theologian. Mm -hmm. You talk about fucking. You talk about like being ratchet. You talk about all of those things. And like, I mean, how has like the black theologian community you know, accepted you? <laughs> um, they liked me a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I I always felt like I was the eyeball out. Um, but I did feel like I had a certain level of like cachet and acceptance among the black theological space because I was in a PhD program. Mm. And then when that went to like shit in a handbasket, then a lot of them fell by the wayside and that was a strong group that really held me down of professors that reached out to me and was like look don't let this make you believe that like what you're doing ain't important mm-hmm. um and and they have sent opportunities my way that that have blown my that has blown my mind right um what has been really interesting that i have found out since being out of the academy and actually doing the kind of work that I wanted to do is how many pastors really fuck with me and how many churches really fuck with me. Mm -hmm. Like I'll get a tweet, a text. We just read your article in Bible study. Like our pastor referenced you in your sermon. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them like will really like reach out to me and say, I'm working through this sermon and I keep hearing you in my head. That is always what I wanted to do. That, that is, for me, the validation of and the con- not not the validation, but the confirmation that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Right. That like before you get up and you say some stupid shit, like <laughs> I'm like my face was right there. Like, you know, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you were like, let me let me let me send her this quick message to see if the and nine times out of ten it was some bullshit. And like we had to like work through that point. <laughs> but I think that, like, for me, it was hard because I felt like when you are somebody who is pushing the envelope and says, like, we have to have conversations and they have to look. And not that they necessarily have to look this way for all people, but there's a certain population of folks who really need this conversation and you take hits when you're the one who says like, I'll do it. Like when the Madame Noir, I'm, I'm a Christian and I like sex. When that, when those two pieces came out, I got disinvited to some churches. Mm-hmm. I got disinvited to some things. I had some, some people who really, I really respected reach mm-hmm. out to me and say like, I can't, I can't publicly or privately rock with you anymore. And that stung and that hurt. And then other opportunities came. You know what I'm saying? And so it's the it's the balance of recognizing that you're going to lose people who want to see you one way. Right. I'm in this I'm in this space now and I can talk about it now where my entire relationship with the church is changing. I love church. I don't necessarily know if that's the space for me right now. Like I really am. I never thought I would become one of the I'm spiritual and not religious folks. But that's where I am right now. Like, Mm. what does it mean for me to cultivate my spirituality outside of the institution of the church? 
right? Like, what does it look like for me to 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 step away from that? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm actually having a conversation this week with my pastor about it. That that says like, I love you. I love this church. And sometimes that's hard to to say because we always see people walking away because of some harm or some antagonism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, but I moved to the city where I live because of my pastor. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a part of that church because I love that church. And at the same time, I know that I'm being called and pushed in another place. Mm-hmm. That can be isolating, you know? But I think that part of it is that I believe that that nothing is taken away from you without the intention to add something even deeper um, and something even better. Like, so even when I think about losing my mom and the losses that I've experienced, I believe that though those, the magnitude of who she was and the magnitude of the loss cannot be, you know, uh, nothing can replace her. I can have deep joy in my life that matches the depths of the pain that I saw. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And that, like, the same way that people are like, "Mm, you're a little out there for me, like, and I can't rock with you, then there are going to be people who are like, I've been waiting for you, and I've been waiting for you to say what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Keep speaking. And you have to lean into that more than leaning into the people who walk away. I, I mean, I did put this question because I was like, do you have dreams of opening church? Because I was really like, <laughs> I will join it. I will. I, I sing. I used to be a part of the choir. You know, I could I could sing in the choir. I could be in the usher board. You know, I was all of those. Whatever, things. whatever you needed. But since you since you're moving away from the church, which yeah. is fine, because I, I mean, not, fun fact, I'm uh, agnostic. I don't know if I, I'm like, yeah. I, I think spirituality is like is almost like sexuality in a way. Like it's fluid. It is. And I'm kind of like on this journey, in my opinion, of spirituality. And there was a moment where I was very religious. There was a moment where I was like, Oh, I'm spiritual but not religious and then there was a moment where I was like, I don't I don't even know about this shit, y'all. <laughs> like right. and I kind of am still in that space and right. but seeing you and hearing you, I am one of those people who was like, I needed this. Like, yeah. I've been waiting for you. Okay. And so, just yeah, appreciate I don't, you. I don't, I actually have no desires for a church. I have a desire for a brunch tour. Oh, I'll be there. That, like, mm. we, like, go around city to city and just talk about faith and spirituality. Mm-hmm. And, like, get drunk as hell and mm-hmm. have somebody, like, in my head. Mm-hmm. Girl, don't Somebody, tell too much, though, girl. I know. You know I, 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 you know, I said that, and I was like, shit, like, that might need to be an edit point. But, um, <laughs> but no, like, in my head, I want somebody, like, I want, I'm excited about the ways that, like, we can have, we can congregate, and it's not church. Mm-hmm. Because my frustration is that why is church the exact same today as it was when I was 10? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like shit. Even McDonald's has changed its menu. You know like what? it's <laughs> like some of the same. Like it's got shit that's there that we've always had. The nine piece chicken nugget meal is still there. You know what I'm but saying? But actually, now she's ten. I was but like, there's nine ten. pieces. I was like, okay. And she's real chicken now. 
Oh, word. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a bitch upgraded, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, why is it that church is the same from when we were kids? That's true. That might work for some people, but that shit don't work for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And the church isn't the only space where you can, yes. you know, feel exactly. joy. You can praise with people and community. Because exactly. to me, this is church. It like, is. this is legitimately church for me. I, I do call, I mean, it's Sunday, every Sunday. Somebody asked me, why do you come to Harlem? Is it for church? I was like, oh, hell no. But then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, oh, yeah, this actually. Church where? Church where? Church where? I was like, oh, uh, what? Uh, no, but yeah, uh, that's it was, this is church for me. Amen. So you recently went viral with writing um, your neighbor a letter. <laughs> About um about his yes about his um, a letter um your addiction uh, <laughs> um let's discuss some of these addiction the the, the the addiction um but this addiction led her to just to pheno- look, phenomenal look, places yeah, yes oh. um, so you re- you wrote a letter um to your neighbor about the loud party as well as made him a pound cake mm-hmm. um which I wish when someone is upset with me. That they would write me letters and give me like pound cakes. I'm gonna bring you a pound cake or shakes or anything, just anything sweet. Yeah. Well, for people who don't know, Mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit of background of the story? Okay, so I moved into my apartment in uh, September and never, I'd never met my neighbor, but I'd heard him because his music was loud. And this particular night, I had been working on, I had a deadline. Um, had just finished like the first draft Mm -hmm. and you know how you like lay down like you you are spent Mm because you've been working and then all of a sudden i hear hypnotize and like you know when that first like beat of of it drops Mm -hmm. i like jump up and like what the fuck like what is going on and then it takes me, I'm, it's dark. I'm like trying to, and all I is biggie, biggie, biggie. Can't you see? Sometimes your words is at the time. And I said, this motherfucker is having a party. Like, and I was like, you know how you go into this frantic mode? I'm like, okay, I'm finna go over there. But I'm like, shit, I live in Trenton, New Jersey. It sounds like 800 motherfuckers over there. Like, I can't find my bra, and I'm Southern. You don't go out the house without your bra. I don't know what the hell I'm finna do. Like, what I'm going to get over there. No, I can't go over there. So I'm like, okay, maybe he going to stop. Maybe he going to stop. Maybe he going to stop. And then he doesn't. And I have taken up baking as a hobby. And it actually, it was actually born out of therapy. Like, dealing with the grief of losing my mom. Um, And so my thought process was like, I need to address this. How do I do it in a way that lets him know that I'm serious, mm-hmm. but also doesn't make it antagonistic? Because that relationship with you and your neighbors, like if y'all ain't fucking with each other, it can be, it can get ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna bake him a cake. So like, I took out everything to bake him a cake. Went and like, and I was tweeting at the time, and like Instagram and Facebook, and at the time, like my neighbor is having a fucking party at three o'clock in the morning. And so when I finished it, I put it up. I had no idea. Like, I put it up and went 
to finish the second draft of what I was working on. And my friend reached out to me and she she caught and was like, have you been on Twitter lately? And I was like, no, not since, you know, earlier. And she was like, that pound cake thing has been retweeted a thousand times. I was like, you lying. And like, then I went and looked and I was like, oh shit. Like, like the fuck, you know what I'm saying? I still hadn't met him. Didn't even know him. He came to visit. Um, and we're going to talk about, not to inter- sorry to interrupt you, uh-huh. but we're going to talk about how Amber ruined um, my first movie um, with her going viral with her tweet. But that's the <laughs> Okay. So, it- <laughs> so like, I just, I, just I got to hear this story. <laughs> but keep going. I got to hear this story. Keep, so, keep like, going. He, he, like, it went completely viral and I still had met him. And so people are like, hey, like, have you met him? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. And so he knocked on my door. And was like, I'm Tommy, your neighbor. And I just busted out and started laughing like two days later. I just busted out and started laughing. And his daughter is actually a recording artist in Atlanta. And she called him and was like, you're on the Jasmine brand. And he was like, what is that? And he, she was like, something I should be on. You're on the Jasmine brand. I'm not. And so that was when he found out that we had gone viral. And then from there, like, interview requests that started coming. And then people were like, you should um, turn this into a Christmas movie. So, like, over the break, like, my friends and I wrote a, um, a film proposal I don't know who to send it to, but we wrote one. And so, like, we um, we did all of this, like, stuff. And mm-hmm. then, like, Lena tweeted tweeted us back. And if you saw that tweet, I really feel yeah. like Lena let me know that if her and old girl break up, that I got a shot. Like, that third, like, because if you look. Let me, I'm about to find it. I'm about to find was, the line. Because uh, uh, I think it was the, uh, I think uh, it was uh, like, because uh, she uh, did uh. <laughs> I am done if her it says at 3.55 a.m. I should be dreaming about all the things I want Michael B. Jordan and or I like that I like the and or Malik Yoba to do to me I should be dreaming about the life I could have with Lena Waithe if she was single and she retweeted back and she was like sweet dreams and she gave me three emojis one of them (laughs) Ah, ah, the wink ooh one of them had the like tongue and I feel like that was the one that let me know if this bitch fuck up it's gonna be me <laughs> that's exactly what I got from that <laughs> now if this bitch fuck if this bitch fuck up it is you it's us this is us me and you this is us me and you yes Cassie Come on. Well, that's who you also need to send the film proposal to. I don't know how I don't know how to get in touch with these people. Girl, and she retweeted you? Girl, Lena, yeah, she probably waited on the film Exactly. Probably. We'll see. Yeah. Cuz I don't know how to. But it was it was hilarious. And I will say it was a beautiful feeling to go viral for something that was not a test to a heartbreak. Ooh. Mm. That felt good. That felt good. It did feel good. That was a great letter. Thank you. Good. It was. I was doing the most, but I mean, we in this in this moment that has also become and also 
a therapy session for me, I have also realized that there's addictive behaviors in mine. Yeah. Um, and so, you gotta be honest you to mine own self, be true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, I was able I'm to, addicted to see to that. No shit, niggas. So. Li- Emotionally honey. unavailable man. Honey, I wrote I about write it. About it. <laughs> oh. Wrote about it. So, how has your relationship with the neighbor, like, Tommy is my dude. Uh-huh. Like, we talk a lot. Um, I can say this now because I was scared to say it before. That nigga left his music down for two days. That shit is back up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is back up. He respected your, 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 your letter for two days, like, sis. Damn, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy said, well. You went viral. Y'all got interview requests that shit is back (laughs) that shit is back to where it was so like he is who he is that's just who he is yeah um but he like he knows that I'm there by myself Mm -hmm. so he always checks in like you good you need anything you know when I was home for the um for the holidays he like wished everybody a happy a merry Christmas happy new year um, so he's good. I'm really glad that I'm really glad that we met because he's that like he that friend that, you know, like that person that you meet that, you know, like if you're not always going to be tight, tight, but y'all are going to be in each other's lives and in each other's mm-hmm. space even after you move. Like that's him for me. Oh, that's what's up. That's him for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're, we're finally here. Hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> for some, this is their favorite section. You it's know. my favorite. Um. <laughs> I have given my life to um to Christ. Nope. Um to to healing. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay, yes, come on. My, yes. Um although I have, non-denominational. Yeah, yeah, you know I tried. <laughs> um this week Search I did offer, This week I did offer my bus to a few men via um DM, but Okay. Um I took it back. Um, why did you take why? it back um well actually they just didn't respond in the way in which i wanted them to um Here i got go. that situation we can talk about yeah, that in the because I, I have uh, that happen right now. like it was very much like but you know i do it in a way like i'm very much like just in case you reject me i got i throw in a laugh right. out loud just so right. like it's <laughs> but in my mind i was like no give me that like <laughs> i put the laugh emoji but i really wanted you to give me that penis right. um i was gonna say but i, I reckon, put the laugh emoji but i really want to put the knife emoji yes pretty much <laughs> um but i also recognize in living in my truth i realized that one thing that i do um when or I, the one of the things i've done in the last couple of years because for a long time i wasn't getting no dick but in recent years um last two um i use like sex mm-hmm. to like not deal with shit or, mm-hmm. or a situation that i'm heart heartbroken or still right you know processing. going processing um so last year with army nigga who I don't hate no more, y'all. Look, that's really? you know what, right? I do not hate army nigga no more. Oh. I know, girl. Wow, right? That I is gotta girl. get there because ah, ah, I don't hate army. Four forty three could be on fire. I'm looking for gasoline. You know no, what? See, see and I'm army and army guys. nigga. Is, I'll help you, Candice. And, uh, and army nigga is gonna be a firefighter. So <laughs> there, there. He, when he gets back to New York City, he's gonna be a F- FDNY. Um. And that might have told a few people who he is, but that's not my <laughs> issue. Uh, 
didn't say your name. Um, can't sue me. But <laughs> anyways, um, after him, there were like just a series right. of men that um, two of which I can't remember their names. Uh, which I don't even have that. Much. I don't have sex that often to not remember motherfuckers' right. names. Uh-huh. So. During this last situation with the young man who um, I like very much, unfortunately. Um, I shouldn't say unfortunately. He's not a horrible person. He just has some shit he needs to go through. But, um, and we, I, I do too. So. But um, I've been kind of, I had been kind of throwing myself or people were throwing things at me and I was being more engaged. And then I was like, so this week I was kind of like, what? so well, you don't really. You just had a pro- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you need to process what... You need to process, oh, Did you boy. say hobatical? Yes, you went yeah, on a yeah. sacred hobatical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You need to process, avoid what you feel or felt or what you actually didn't feel for this young man and not just be adding more bodies because that's going to make right. you feel good for, like, five seconds, if that. Um, so, yeah, I don't... So, update, I do not hate Army nigga no more. Oh, Matter of fact, I, I wish him nothing but the best. Um, is that shady? I hope. No, 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 no. I really do. I don't want him to like break a toe or anything. Okay. Um, I mean, like maybe he could stub it. Yeah, if he stubbed it, but I I wouldn't want him to break it though. Mm -hmm. Um, I want that nigga to lose a whole foot. Damn. Like, like in roots. (laughs) Come to his ass. Toby, that motherfucker. Toby. Toby, that motherfucker. Ooh, child. Um, so, mm, mm, so yes. Uh, ah, ah, Toby. All right, Toby, Kunta. Kunta Kente. <laughs> Shout out to my seventh grade social studies professor who was white, who had us watch Roots. And yes, but she had a black husband. <laughs> and biracial children. You know what? Oh, White God. social studies women, like oh, teachers, Jesus. they usually have black husbands. They do. And she was amazing. She mm-hmm. was amazing. Mm-hmm. I still remember her. So that lets you know. Because that, I forget most white people. Yeah. Um, as, as do I. Shout out to the five white people I really love. Uh, <laughs> it might be 10. Um, 10. Wow, that's a lot. Well, two of them is my biracial brother. And sister, it but might be a good three. Damn. Um, yeah, I probably got like seven. Yeah, ten is good. I think yeah. ten is a good number. Yeah, you can't more than that. Yeah, you might. Niggas string you up. Yeah, so yeah, you, you might. You might be going into mm-hmm. cocoon territory. Yeah, you um, gotta keep it under <laughs> Have you ever committed a sexual act in church before? Several. <gasps> mm. Um. Mm. Yeah, mm. so... Uh... I had on one occasion it was um it was good to give and receive. Okay. Mm. Um and mm. I was Amen. that was that was that was really great. Mm. And God then knows your heart. it was and your and, bus. Mm, it was good. And then um the second one was in in the pastor study. Was it with the pastor? It was. Okay. Wow. It was it was good too. That's why I sent the text message <laughs> on the way because I said, I, "You might listen to this, and I'm going uh, and wow. if we if we want to recreate what we did, wow. I'm open to that." Wow. But yeah, like I, it was a fantasy, and you you know you always want them. You always got to get the the ones that like that'll that don't that that don't really care too much about their own jobs. 
word. A word. <laughs> like allow you to act out your fantasy. Yeah. So you don't care about getting fired, and I ain't gonna get fired. So yeah. if you don't care, and I didn't go to this church, so, so this, this ain't my all, church, nigga. This this shit is yours. So, this your problem. So yeah, so I I have wow ooh. wow. I feel like single pastors probably get the most puss, anyways, or bus. They and or yeah yeah. I was gonna say married uh, pastors gotta get the most. You think Mary get more than mm-hmm. I'm married? Yeah, it's I, I I would say I think I think it's I think it's a toss up. One because both both are sneaky. Mm-hmm. So like single pastors are trying to like they get the passes. Like cause cause this one, like he like he could we could do what, what we did because he was single. I mean, we weren't necessarily supposed to do it in church, but I mean but we did, but like I mean, it's a holy space. It was, it was, it was, it was amazing. Um, but yeah, like I think that like look, I'm about to go back to church. Just to <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been really on the spiritual route, more spiritual than let you know. But you. Wow. wow, was it better because you? Technically, aren't supposed to have sex there. Yeah, it was exhilarating. Yeah, like wow. it was, it was. His it wasn't the best sex I ever had, but it was like top. That was a top three experience. Oh yeah, mm. like just just the rush of like every time we heard something like creak and creak, ass a deacon. Like you, heard you know, what sister like, Betty walking down the hallway. Like, Yo, ah, like it's up there. Not like, sister Betty. It's it's up there. Like it's Ooh. up there. Like. It's next to I had I have done it in a studio, so um, I may or may not be on it on a on a track from, <laughs> from back in the day. Uh, I can tell y'all who offline. Come um, on, Candace. What did wow. Hove say? CMB did that, so hopefully you won't have to go through that. Yeah. So like so favorite Hove line. Listen, these 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 uh, this is my life. So. Mm. Mm. But um. Mm. But yeah, it was it was one of the most exhilarating experiences. Wow. That I ever had, and I thought I just I thought that because you had an experience right in a church, not in church in the church parking lot. That's still in the book. Yeah, well, yeah, on church property. That was on church grounds. Mm-hmm, with they un- pray over that too. What a un- yeah, mm, mm, <laughs> fair. Um, with an unnamed kappa. Um, <laughs> so the funny thing was, me and Amber was in New Orleans, and I saw the dude that I made out of the church parking lot with. And I was like, Amber. And Amber was like, what, what? Because I was like freaking out because I'm like. And I'm just like, huh? Amber, and Amber is so oblivious. Like we're, in, like we're at an after party at Essence. And Amber is so oblivious. I'm like, Amber, 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 Amber. And I'm like, Cause I, have, I haven't seen him in so long. Mm-hmm. Like that was 06. Wow. So I had seen him one other time after that. But I wow. hadn't seen. That was a full decade. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I'm freaking out. And he also knew another person that I came to the party with uh-huh. who I also was trying to throw my bus at. Um, <laughs> and I was like, does he remember? And Amber was like, just go talk to him and see if he remember. I was like, but he might not even want to register that. Right. And I don't want to be the person for him to be looking at me like, no. Because then I'll, I'll be like, I'll be shady. You'll be like, yeah. Exactly. I'll, I'll either internalize it or I'll right. be shady and be like, 
Well, you, that's why I didn't give you no bus in right. the, um, the, the behind the bushes. No way. <laughs> yep. Because I knew you wasn't shit. Right. Um, but yeah. Mm. I have a question because yes. maybe I've asked this before because I don't remember. But like, what led y'all to the parking lot? So we were um, we were at an international party. Um, okay. An international students' party okay. in New Orleans. Um, I went with my friends who were Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, was he international? No, nope. Um, he was just at the party. Okay. Um, and I. When I walked into the party, we caught eyes, but mm-hmm. um, at that time, I had just kissed my first boy that summer, mm-hmm. so I was I was still heartbroken. I had lost mm-hmm. a few pounds, <laughs> so I was just like, I can't do man at the moment, right. um, and <laughs> within walking into the party a few minutes later, I get a tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and it's him, and he was like, he's like, do you go to Tulane? And I was like, no, I go to LSU, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, are you freshman? And I was like... No, I'm a junior. And he was like, "Oh, I went to LSU last year. I didn't. I, don't, I didn't see you." And I was like, "Well, first of all, I, like I just tra- exactly. I just transferred, but okay. I just transferred. But also, LSU has over thirty thousand students, mm-hmm. so you didn't see them all. Mm-hmm. Um, you you you, you could have just asked my name. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, he's like, "Oh, okay." Um, so I was like, "Oh." You know, I'm still awkward because I'm 20 and right. I, hadn't, I hadn't even like I hadn't you had never, your first kiss recently. Like yeah, you know? like I hadn't even gotten to a point where penis was in my mouth yet. Right. Um, so I was like, I was like, okay, and I turned around and like an hour later in the party, he like walks up to me. He's like, follow me outside. Oh, okay. But he was like, like don't follow me right away. And I was like, at the time, I was with one of my friends, and I was like. I started laughing and I was like, I always meet these dudes. Cause even then, like I've always had things like if you're emotionally unavailable or sexually confused, mm-hmm. I am your nigga. Oh, um, okay. probably because you can recognize that I have my own issues. <laughs> um, we see each other. <laughs> so anyways, I followed him outside. He started walking around the corner mm-hmm. And I realize there are things that you do when you're 20 that you'll never do again mm-hmm. because you're not you're not smart mm-hmm. when you're yeah, 20. You make uh, terrible decisions. Terrible decisions. So in hindsight, I'm like, I followed some random man around the corner <laughs> in New Orleans when I had never been to New Orleans right. before. Right. And he walked himself to a parking lot. Um, he He's walked, done this before. Yes. He, yeah, he knew. He, he knew. He he knew. So and, you know, we got to the parking lot. He asked my name. I gave him my number. I was like, okay, can we leave? Because I kept trying to leave because I was just like, this is weird and I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, can like, can I get a kiss? And I was like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the lips and I was like, wow, these are really big, juicy. Yes, the lips get you every time. And I was like, these are some good lips. And I was like, time. okay, I'll just do a quick little peck. And then I did a quick little peck. And then um, we moved from the the open space of to behind the bushes where we made out for a considerable amount of time and then he grabbed his penis which was really large um mm. really big and i was a virgin and that's when i knew i needed to stop okay not when people were walking past the parking lot and i could hear people like being close to the bushes but when he pulled out his when he grabbed his dick that was um hard mm. and i could see it was was a good 10 inches oh um, god damn in his jeans god damn yeah i was like mm. god 
made booty holes <laughs> and <laughs> mine's are still tight. <laughs> um, and we ain't got the equipment. I don't, I don't think, I don't think. And then from there, that led me to look across the way and say, that is a church. This is a parking lot. We are in a church parking lot. I made out you with you in a church parking lot. Yeah, and that's how that's how I got to the church parking lot. Ooh. Shout out to him. Um, he still lives in New Orleans. Yeah, he still yeah, lives. It is in, a good story. Yeah, he still lives in New Orleans. Um, I believe so. Let's you guys not. should meet at a, a church. Ah, ah. Y'all should. <laughs> you know. I don't know how he's living his life. One somebody, one of my friends knew him and was like, he went crazy, so boy. Oh yeah, um, well, then you don't need to mess with that. A ten inch dick, yeah. That will make you go. That crazy. will make you go crazy. As Amanda Seals keeps saying. The dick can touch the heart mm-hmm. and give you an STS. And as stupidity. Alexis mm-hmm. K. Tyler has said, <laughs> a legend. A legend. If you guys don't know who she is, look her up. Uh, uh. But she says, don't ever let that man hit the bottom. Okay? <laughs> Yo. Ah, ah, ah. Yo. Let me tell Don't ever let that man hit the bottom. Let mm. me tell you. Every time a man hits me, it's always, I'm, a, I'm always it, in the bottom. That right there. So much. <laughs> it's always in the bottom. That right there. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Shut so up. Stupid. It's always in the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, shout, out. shout out to Alexis K. Tyler. Oh my God, I would love her. Let, oh my God. When, oh, she's a little it. problematic. She's though. very problematic. problematic. Yes. But. Yes. Yeah. So, Candace, your average dick length, if you had to put all the, your dicks together <laughs> and put it together, come together with an average. Yeah, I was thinking about that. If I, I had was, to put them all yeah. together, mm-hmm. I think. Cause I had some little ones. Mm-hmm. In there. We all have. They <sighs> messed up the. I'm I'm looking like a strong eight. Ooh, Damn, that's a good with, average. Good average. With, with good thickness. Mm. That's a good average. Yeah, that's I'm looking good, at a strong. Cause there, cause cause I mean, cause I ain't no skinny mini. So like, you gotta you you gotta come with something. You do have to come. Yeah, you gotta come with something. So like, I had a couple that tricked me. Um and it just was, was like, it a good trick though no. no when she said tricked me I, Cause I you, knew like because he was a big dude and you'd be like and mu- probably could lift you you know do all that stuff muscular Mbaku Mbaku the listeners know who Mbaku yes Mbaku um did not have the biggest pain but he got the job done. See, but that I also is, have a very tight booty hole, but we're gonna talk about and that. And that's what happens. Like that's what happens is like these like these big dudes, like you love them because of the cause yeah. of their size Ooh. and everything. And then it's hit or miss. It is. Now I, I almost got my said, head knocked off because you're who? I almost got my head knocked off because I told one dude, I was like, Did you know that they said on Google that for every five pounds a man loses? His penis will extend a third of an inch. And he's like, so bitch, you trying to say I'm fat? And I didn't think that, like, that was, I didn't think that was as bad as it sounded in my head. Because I was with you. When it came out. But when I when it came out, like, he looked like he could have, he could have threw me across okay. that, threw me across that bedroom. Okay. But, like, and I won't ever do that again. But, mm-hmm. um. But fun fact, man. It. I mean, I I read it on Google that like mm. when when bigger men lose weight, they get their girth, they get their size back, 
And so I thought I would share that. But like... <laughs> So I mean, you first you said he was fat and he had a little dick. That's what you told Let them. me tell you, <laughs> I was so disappointed because you spent all of this time. Because here's the thing. And you know, like all of what we go through in order to like get ready for yep. sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I done did all my, my, my bra and my panties match. Mm-hmm. I done shaved, shaved. All, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I done used my smell goods, mm-hmm. put them at the, the right pinpoint spots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you brought that to me. Oh, child. I done fleeted. Listen. Oh, bottoms. Y'all have mm-hmm. it worse. Mm-hmm. I done did all of that, and you. You knew when you left the house. Yeah. You knew what you were That that's what with. you was bringing me. Wow. And you mm. did it anyway. Mm. Like, mm. what do you, what is that, what does that tell me that you think of me? <laughs> that you brought that to me. <laughs> like, I'm dead ass serious. What is, what do you think of me? Who do you think I am? Like, I just was like, what? The, what? No. So, yeah. So, like, if I could, if I could control for that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm, look, I'm holding at a strong gate. That's really good. That's okay, good, that's good. When you were talking about preparing for sex, this just made me think of this really quick story. So I went to go get, <laughs> I went to go get waxed mm-hmm. um, yes. at this place, and it was like a chocolate wax, but I haven't gotten waxed in a in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, why did that lady, why when she was waxing me, she said Hare Krishna? Like she had to like, <laughs> she had to shout to her God because she <laughs> was like, God damn. And I was like, why would you do this? <laughs> See, and this and this is and a she note was probably all... thinking the same thing. Bitch, why would you do this to me? <laughs> but I was like you do this you're an esthetician like whatever no see my one of my older sorors told me the trick when you have not waxed in a long time and you're getting ready to uh-huh. to wax and you gotta go do a quick shave oh. or trim to get the bulk of the hair so then, removed uh-huh. so that when you go they're not talking about you because she, she talked about me to my face yeah you gotta you can't just you can't go with the whole like <laughs> she yeah. legitimately talked about me to my face mine's just one time because i got my booty hair um oh that's wax. that's easy yeah I, well, you know, she that was thing just, hurt. Yeah, it was actually. Oh, you know that what? The one crack, doesn't no, the hurt cra- as bad as the crack doesn't. Hurt. The some funny enough, the crack didn't really hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, it was how she did it. Yeah, she was my doing lower too back much. hurt yeah. more than anything. Oh, okay. Oh, so you okay? okay. Oh, yeah, I got. I'm very. I'm hairy. But okay, the last yeah. dude I liked said he liked hair. Anyways, um. Anyways, <laughs> I just had him. I hate you. Um, I miss you too. Um, okay. <laughs> I miss you too. <laughs> My God. I really do. Um, so you got your booty hole wax. Yes. And it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it again one day. Come with me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I don't, get, I don't now. need to get. I've told you. I'm giving my life to him. I don't need to. I can stay as hairy as I want to. That's true. But I like it. I like feeling all. I do like there's like a certain so maybe but right now it can just right now I'm a bush so I don't really care it's, 
and front, back, all over. I'm just like, oh, Hari Krishna. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, Mm, mm, she didn't mm. have to talk about me like that not yeah. to my face she could have said it in another she language like other to. people do <sighs> but you know whatever what else? that's how they do it okay so you've been talking about 443 we've been talking about it and if you first of all let me just say this if you have not read this article <laughs> stop what you are pause this shit right now and look up <laughs> Candice Marie, she spells it C-A-N-D-I-C-E, okay? Um, and look up 443. It is just one of the best pieces of writing I've seen in a very long time. Thank you. Um, Honest. So, you were talking about this relationship mm-hmm. um, that you've been, that left you feeling starved. Mm-hmm. You were giving him so much. Mm-hmm. He was fed, but you were starved. Yeah. Um, so, has he ever, like, seen it? So he told me, I reached out to him when it went viral, um, because though people didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. it was everywhere. And I was just like, hey, like, I didn't think that, you know, it was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you good? Um, trying to be considerate. Mm-hmm. I really nigga, don't feel like it was that bad. That nigga was you like... Was it? I feel like you dogged him. You just I didn't, but yeah. it was everywhere. And so I knew that like with it being everywhere, that that in and of itself was like a lot. And then he would have known that it was about him. Mm-hmm. So he responded back to the email and was like, I didn't read it. I don't even know what it's about, blah, blah, blah. And everybody was like, oh, that, nigga, that nigga read it. <laughs> so fast did. forward to last year mm. i'm having a conversation with one of our mutual friends mm-hmm. who was a mutual fr- a distant mutual friend who wouldn't have known about the relationship and she says oh yeah like i knew that it was about him because he told his frat brother and his frat brother told me so he had gone he had been telling people that 443 was about him and like then those, those things which I thought was like <laughs> the fuck like I just like that's just dumb you know what I'm saying I mean like, why it wasn't a good it wasn't like a read read like, it wasn't something you should be like you should not be proud no you know that was a read like, to me it, you shouldn't you shouldn't be proud that you are 443 we're thinking about heterosexual men they not that smart so okay they, yeah, they, yeah they not yeah. okay you're they right gen- they generally not there some of them like Cause 5% I, cause you talked about how you feeling starved is also a symptom of what black men do to black women in general so that's to me if you are making me think of how black men just treat black women in general that's a read yeah like i was my whole thing was like this isn't anything for you to be like hey y'all Oh yeah, four forty three on your timeline. <laughs> well, that shit is about me. Like you know, it just was like the- I starved a bitch, nigga. <laughs> like, Have you like- starved a bitch before? <laughs> our bitches, our bitches, not healthy our because of you. Hungry because of you. <laughs> Step the fuck up. If bitches are not Step hungry, your toxic of masculinity you. game up. Listen, if bitches aren't living like they in a third world country, listen, you haven't done your game. Listen, I just was like, who, who is proud of that? You know what I'm saying? But like, I, but it also kind of like fed into or confirmed like the type of nigga that he is, mm-hmm. and that like you know, it was it was other stuff that like 
I found out afterwards mm-hmm. um, that, like, you know, at the same time he was fucking with me, he was, like, fucking with three other bitches. And, like, it was... It was a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, I think that, like, for me... At the same time that I was writing 443, or wrote 443, and 443 blew up, I still was in love with this nigga, mm-hmm. right? And I was still, like, hoping for some kind of, like, reconciliation mm-hmm. while, like, I'm going all over the place and women are, like, I'm identifying with this or, like, niggas are hitting me up, like, damn, like, this made me call women that I hadn't fucked with in years and been like I'm sorry right so like I was feeling that kind of way because bitches was getting apologies that I know my black ass ain't never getting from that motherfucker you know what I'm saying like and so like that like that was like well damn like you know you sitting there you like well good for you but shit you know mm-hmm. bitch I'm still waiting on mine mm-hmm. you know and I know that he and and I'm I I've I've let it go because I know that he'll never give it to me mm-hmm. um, and would it really even make you feel better no because and that's the thing like I had to be really honest with the fact that like there's no apology that he could give me that would remotely acknowledge not only just what he did as it relates to the relationship but all of the shit that he did afterwards mm. right like he just he like and i it was so funny because i saw him a couple of months ago and he looked like everything he put me through like mm. he Good. looks like everything he put me through like and i don't <laughs> and so like that in and of itself is you know what that is karma <laughs> bitch, yes. That's what you gotta say, bro. No, bitch. It is karma. Listen, karma. karma's a bad bitch. Like Ooh. what you put in this world, like it's so funny because even like our mutual friends and his homeboys was like, yeah, that like one of his homeboys was like that nigga looks soulless. Like, and I and it was so funny to me because I was like, you sit there and you spend months like damn like he's moved on and like he's in this and he got married like months i was like like months after fucking with me like he was married and i didn't even you know what i'm saying like that kind of like fuck shit and he's Mm -hmm. a pre and he's a pastor like so you know what i'm saying like that kind of like fuck shit and so it's like you sit there and you're you are constantly thinking through like damn like well well what what's what's broken in me what is blah 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 and like i remember my grandma was like let god handle that because when when god get done with that like you gonna see it couldn't it ain't nothing that you could have done that's gonna make him feel worse than when god finished with what he did and like and that's not to say that like you wish bad on motherfuckers Mm -hmm. but the truth of the matter is is that when you put shit out Mm -hmm. It come back to you. And so I saw him and I was like, damn. Like, I couldn't have did nothing worse than what you look like right now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, damn. I couldn't have, I couldn't have, I couldn't have fucked you over worse than what you look like. And, 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 and what, what the, what, what, what people say about you that don't have shit to do with me. Um, but, like, it, it was, it was a moment that, like, I am grateful that, like, it's one that I've healed from mm-hmm. and grown from. But the beauty of, like, this is, like, 443 is is being taught in MFA classes and, like, and, like classes, um, personal writing courses. Um, 
it lives beyond mm-hmm. he and I in a way that like I'm extremely grateful for. Mm-hmm. You know, that like um that people are actually people are rocking with it in ways that like, you know, a pastor a church did a whole like conference, weekend conference around four forty three where they wow. met and like the pastor reached back out to me and was like yeah, some people came for me and was like, you when you preach this so and so and such and such, you be telling these men that they can do blah 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 and whatever else to us. And so like it was this moment for mm. me that was like, if it's it's not it's not justifying what he did to me mm-hmm. and or justifying anything that, you know, led to that, but it is to say that like I really believe that none of our experiences are wasted mm-hmm. and that when mm-hmm. when we are just presented with shit, if we're honest about the shit and we're honest about our difficulty navigating through mm-hmm. it, I believe the universe matches that mm-hmm. in a way that like we would never, ever. I would have never thought that the way that I would have never thought it went viral like I would have never thought that it did what it did and mm-hmm. it's still doing what it's doing. And so I'm really glad that it outlived us. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad he looks a mess. Me I'm too. really glad that I don't. And I'm really glad that Me I've had too. bigger dicks. Like, it's Yay. just... Yay! Congratulations. So, in being, living, honestly, I guess, what did you, what did you take away from that relationship about, like, stuff that you even, that you what part you may have played in it? Yeah, I learned... If you feel like you played a part in it. I most definitely did. Like, I was afraid to ask certain questions because, again, I was living from this deficit of or this belief that, like, um, if I asked too much or if I did too much, then he wasn't gone. Mm-hmm. He was, was going to be like, I can't do this, right? And so what made shit fucked up was that at the same time that, like, we were declining was also the height of, like, my grief with my mother and so I wasn't at the time and I still think that that played a lot of it played a lot into it (laughs) um and so like what what I've learned though is that it's okay for me to ask questions Mm -hmm. and to like that you don't get to dictate everything um and and even in dating for me now like i don't like i don't rock with niggas that don't do their work so like i tell you up front i have a therapist you either need to be to have one or be searching for one and if you don't have one then you need to go on amazon or to barnes and nobles and get some books that are going to help you work through your issues of masculinity if i'm doing this work Mm -hmm. to be well consistently that you don't have to do it either and like that relationship taught me just how much we will take it it taught me how much black men can get away with (sighs) because we will say like they if they have the right story and they can tell you that they're doing X, Y, and Z, we'll believe it. Mm-hmm. Because the truth of the matter is, is that the nigga that was before them was probably 10 times worse. So because you're not worse in the same ways that that nigga was, mm-hmm. whatever you're telling us, like we rock with it. 
as they say, the bar is at the floor. It is. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for me now, it's like, nah, like, I like you. Like, I like you. We can we can hang. We can kick it. If this is going to be anything, you're going to have to go. You're going to have to be working at the same time that I'm working on my shit. You need to be working on yours. That was the biggest. And the other piece is, like, the other lesson that I learned was that I'm worth more than you lying to me. So, like... There are like, and that's why I was saying like the apology wouldn't matter anymore mm-hmm. because there were ways there was after I found out like all of the stuff, mm-hmm. there's no way that, that nigga could have loved me even from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so like it took me like mourning that, right? That like this, that, that the love wasn't for him genuine, but f- for, and we were, we was rocking with each other for a minute, but like for me it was, it took that for me to also say what my non-negotiables are um, and to be able to vocalize that. Like, I'm okay with saying, like, and niggas are scared. To, some niggas tell me they scared to date me because, like, one dude was like, if I fuck up, are you gonna, am I going to be a story in the Washington Post? And I said, do you plan to fuck up on Washington Post levels? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck? You know, but, like... Yes. <laughs> And and the fact that he asked that let me let me know that mm-hmm. you probably will. Yeah. So I, you somebody I don't need to fuck with, but but I am grateful that they see that so that they I am able to tell niggas like I don't have time for the shits. Like and I don't want and and not only do you need to do your work, you need to resolve whatever shit that you had before me mm-hmm. because I can't I can't knowingly know that a sister is going through that with you mm-hmm. while I'm trying to build something with you. Cause you can't build, you can't build happiness on someone else's misery. Like it's going to fall and it's going to crumble eventually. So you take care of whatever shit that you, if she got to cuss you out four four times a week until she get it all out of her system mm-hmm. and she is able to move on. You let her do whatever she needs to do so that when you come to me, it's clean hmm. and there ain't no shit there. And I, that, that is the biggest lesson. Like I tell dudes when, and there've been dudes who've approached me and I say, is your shit to, or is, well, yeah, you know, I'm, no, do what you're doing, clean up that in that. And, and when I come back, if I'm still here and I want to do it, we can see it, but you can't, you gotta be free and clear to fuck with me. You be saying this on first dates. First or second, Ooh. because what we ain't got to, like by this time niggas on Google me niggas on read four forty three like that has been four forty three has literally been first day conversation for me, <sighs> which is why when y'all said the ideal for the ideal first date, uh-huh. I wanted to say okay y'all haven't even asked me the question. Well, no, come fine, on, ask fine, it, fine, ask it, fine. ask it yourself. I want to put it out here because they were gonna ask me a question about what my ideal first date is. My ideal first date is for y'all fuck niggas not to ask me about fucking 443 on a goddamn date. I don't want to talk about that shit on date number one. You know what I want to do? I'm a flowers girl. I love tulips. I love lilies. Bring me some tulips and some lilies. 
take me to a hood ass chicken joint where Ooh. I can eat some wings and some good drinks and then take me to go play some games. Take my ass to Dave and Buster's or to a hole in the wall pool spot, something like that. Then you know what? What Jamaicans are you dating? Because you know Jamaicans love a pool spot. I have never heard. I did not know that until Savoy told me. Listen. Jamaicans love a... What, what, what Jamaicans have you been doing in Trenton, you, okay? Have they you, are plentiful in Trenton. <laughs> they are plentiful When you said pool spot, I was like, she done dated Jamaican or two. Or, or three. Four, or four. Or six. <sighs> um, but, but that's not the point. <laughs> but like... But that's, that's for me. Like, I want to go... I don't want to talk about that shit. Like, I want to just laugh, be in my element. Like, I want to have fun. Nine times out of ten, and 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 y'all know this because we're creatives. And, and the spaces that we're in, half the time these motherfuckers think that we always want to talk about heavy shit. Or we always mm-hmm. want to talk about the stuff that we do. Like, I do not want to, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. So, like, my ideal, don't, if you Google me, don't tell me. Like, I feel like there will be another time where mm-hmm. we actually can have a deeper conversation about 443. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just relationships in general. Mm-hmm. But, like, a first date, first or second dates, I don't want to talk about this shit. And I'm never the one that wants to bring it up, but it's always brought up. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, and that that is also part for the course when you have put yourself out there mm-hmm. and you share certain things like you're like i don't talk to uh, i don't cried on a date because the dude asked me all these questions about my mom i was in seasons 52 and i was like i do not want like uh, quit and he was just like so you know how does it and i was just like <laughs> and i just broke the fuck apart and i was like who yeah. raised you niggas? Like, <laughs> you're supposed to be doing everything. I feel like first dates are for fun mm-hmm. and to figure out if you can get some at the end of the night. <laughs> that really is a first date. It is to gauge how fun they are and the possibility of fucking at the end of the night. That's it. Worse. You bringing up my mama? Worse. <laughs> Live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to first dates are to gauge but, uh, how fun you are, right? Uh, or just to have fun in general. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And if we fucking, mm-hmm. that's it. Yep, that's it. That's a new rule. I'm gonna bring that into my first date. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. See, I be trying to judge. Like, I be, I probably be the nigga that would like. I wouldn't ask to the point that you cry, but I probably would ask. Some I wouldn't. I probably would. I'm not like that. I'm mm-hmm. like you. Like, okay, I'm at work. I'm at work forty to fifty hours a week. And this is my time to like not think about work and not to talk about work. Like you can just let's talk about other shit. Full time creative, you're always on. Yeah. And so that's the other part that I've had to learn is that I've been approached. So I've been approached several times to do a relationship column. I don't want to do that because then that makes like my life everything I write Mm -hmm. about. You know, at one point I was really considering it, and then I was on dates thinking about how I can make this a uh, 1,000 word piece, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and I'm like, I'm supposed to be paying y'all ass attention. Like, damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm worried about the wrong shit. I ain't thinking about if I can fuck you. I'm, like this, I'm like, damn it. You know what I'm saying? But like, when you, when you are a full-time creative, when you're doing this all the time, you want 
the downtime. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, I just want to, I want to hang. I want to laugh. I want you to like, I want, I want you to put your arms around. I want you to keep touching me. I want to like nuzzle in that little space between the neck and the shoulder. That little space Oh, that's right a good there. nuzzle space. Like I want to nuzzle there. I want you to smell good. Please. And I want, I want to have not wasted all my time cleaning my bathroom and my kitchen and my front room because you coming over later like that like that for me is like Candace you know what thank Can, you wait I have one <laughs> last thought question because we did say we were going to put a pin in this yeah role play oh so I am I'm a I love that okay what's your favorite it. um thing to act out okay so I have two Okay, come like, on. What did you guys say? Something? No, I'm I'm, re- I'm ready for the thing. So I have two. So I have the I'm stressed. It's been a long day at work. And that's not real life. <laughs> I was about to say that. No, no, no. Like I, 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 I was about to say that sounds. <laughs> no, I was like, is this like, me? <laughs> I, I like so. So here's okay. Let me let me tell you. I like to set up role play all day. Mm-hmm. Like with text and like, okay. like wow. that we in this like ultimate That's very creative you know, world or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I like this setup role play all day. We also, when y'all come back, y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all about the vibrator that has an app that you can. Oh, I've heard of this. So I had that for a while. And, and would he control it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so that makes for a great day. Um, so wow. I love that one. Mm-hmm. I also like the my sink is stopped up plumber situation. I love that one. Um, I also like the my man is coming home in a minute. He don't know that I'm cheating. So you need to hurry up and just drop it off real quick kind of situation. Oh, that's fun. So I love like I am like. I don't think, and that's the, so there's the other reason why I was just, I can't wait for the thought sec. I can't wait to be a part of this podcast because I don't ever get to talk about just like how freaky I am. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to be this thotty. I am. I'm I a, love it. I, I am, love it, but I I wasn't I ready. A sacred thought. Like, Come on. I, I believe in it, right? Come on, so, sacred like, sacred thought. I am. So, like, <laughs> I I love I love to cause cause you gotta spice it up like mm-hmm. after a while like it's good but it's the same thing like I you only getting it in a couple of positions on top bent over you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta spice yeah. stuff up mm-hmm. I got a couple of wigs and outfits and stuff that's cute I love that yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta you got if you can't be free anywhere else yeah you should be free in your sex life yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can't come be free on. anywhere else and the intimacy and your own the way that you construct intimacy and sex you should be free there you the should world. be free there amen alright so we gonna do bird confessions now okay you know these are some of my favorite rubber questions um what kind of bird are you pigeon dove flamingo peacock or eagle I'm a dove yeah. wow I'm a dove wow those are peaceful but they will fuck you up if you <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Favorite Ratchet song? Let me see it by UGK. Great answer. Uh, <laughs> one that we've never heard before. But this That's is my great, favorite song. Great answer. Who do you want to write a song about you? Kanye, Drake, or Future? Drake. 
I'm a Drake. Of course you are. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Drake girl. Future will probably Future will probably write what I need to like role play to, though. But <laughs> Drake would do my life. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which one can get the ass first, street pharmacist or gangbanger? Considering both have, um, <laughs> who is better? <laughs> the street pharmacist. Mm-hmm. When you selling that, when you cooking that coke, listen, selling that weight. Wait till you read like my like I was, I I I was in grad school. My my boyfriend, um, my boyfriend was was the plug. Like I was in grad school, taking stuff from allegedly mm-hmm. in grad school. I was allegedly in grad school making jobs from Elizabethtown, North Carolina, to Richmond, Virginia. Wow! In grad school, writing a thesis. A true writer die. Listen, a fool. A down ass chick. Oh, okay. What was that movie I had you watching on Netflix? Shut the fuck up. No, but what was it called? Um, what was it called? I can't remember, but that is a story of your life. Um, because True to the Streets. True to the Game. True to the Game. I'm going to have yes. to watch it. True I'm to the Game. It. it was it's a horrible, writer. Don't. It's a terrible movie, but I love terrible movies. But True to the Game is about a writer who falls in love with a street pharmacist. That was that was that was my first love. Yeah, he was this, a D-boy. Yeah, that's uh, that's about you. And they can get it to Amen. this day. I still want to look. I'm still trying to be Tasha's to somebody's ghost. Come on. Look, that is my life. Look, that's all I want. Look, I'm doing look, all this shit. A sophisticated just, drug. But I run a, a reform thug. That's my prayer. Me too. My prayers, my prayers are at the point. I just want a nigga like got a neck tattoo. Yes. Did a few months in jail. Listen. You know, maybe six, nine. Yes, man. Anyway. I was with a nigga that did two. Two years. Six, nine. <laughs> I was with a nigga that did two years. Yeah. And no, my no. ass is going down down there to see him. Yeah, see, I don't want to get him after jail, like a year after <laughs> I don't I'm not really going I'm not really good with conjugal visits. I had to do that with my daddy, so I'm good. Um <gasps> <laughs> And my mom, I, I never forget the one time, like, we went to go see my daddy. And they got, like, it was, like, the last time we, like, because they broke up after that mm-hmm. for a little while. Um, and they got into an argument. And I was just looking at my mama, like, bitch, we done came all this fucking way. <laughs> like, at six years old, looking at my mama, like, bitch, y'all, I came all this fucking way for us y'all to see this fight? nigga. And y'all gonna fight? And now we going home? Bitch, <laughs> 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 what the fuck we come here for? <laughs> Like my daddy slammed the phone. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I'm like, we was only a good here. We only here for a good 15, 20 minutes, bitch. Like we got, we got a good 20, 30 more minutes left, bitch. I, like, bitch, you made me like, bitch. I had to get dressed. I had to shower. You had to shower. You felt the need to be extra pretty, even though he ain't gonna be able to touch you. Like, bitch, we've came this way. We came all for stymie for you to. And now, anyways. I've been there. Ooh, um, dream ghetto love. Lauren London, Nipsey Hussle, Amber and Wiz, Cardi and, or, or, and Offset. Uh, Lauren, and Wiz, uh, Lauren and Nipsey. Mm, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Nuck if you buck or back that ass up. Back that ass up. Um, now laters or Jolly Ranchers. Now laters. Who would you rather get impregnated by? Um, Drake or Future? Drake. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love and hip hop or basketball wise? Love and hip hop. Or Real Housewives of Atlanta. Love and hip hop. Okay. Because well, uh, I'm still praying that I can get on that show. 
What city? New York. Okay. Why are you still praying? I, I can't hook I you wanna, up with the casting people too. I really want to get on Love and <laughs> No. The, I can't. Like people don't understand. Like my friends know. I get coming up here to get a PhD was really a smokescreen to get on Love and Hip Hop. But I don't have no storyline, so I I, I got to figure it out. But I want one. I will take a Mona check and tell all y'all to kiss my ass. <laughs> bundles or wig? I just wigs made of bundles. Amen. Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Cardi. Okay. Tyra or Naomi? Tyra. Ooh. Tyra. Interesting. You mm. see the profit. Tyra. Both of them girls make, let me be clear, both yeah. girls make profit. Yeah. But let's be very clear, yeah. Tyra checks are longer. Those, they're really long. They're really, really long. Yeah. Naomi has aged much better in time and wigs yeah. are much better. Yeah, but Tyra's checks are long. That money is long, and it ain't is. Gone. And, yeah, and, and them family. <sighs> Naomi's checks is white too. Yeah, they are. They both. They white. are. They got white. They, but they both they got stronger. white. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, right. yeah. But also, Naomi ain't got nobody to leave it to. Okay, not that that means. Yeah, not that it we makes don't her know life. that. I mean, I'm not, not that that makes her life any less. Right. But I just think like when I think you of like yeah, legacy like legacy. And, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me. yeah. Um, because I had the baby. Um, okay. Um, as implants or lipo? Lipo. I can't wait to get it. <laughs> Where you want to get your lipo? DR Columbia. DR. Baby fat, apple bombs, or J-Lo? Baby fat. Mm. Uh. I'm going to get rid of that question because everybody just picked baby fat. It was it was, it was, was a thing. Girl? I almost, wanted, I almost like got a rush card because, because it had the baby fat logo. I'm so <laughs> glad you didn't get a rush card. And my friend okay. was like, bitch, you was really going to get him $20 a month just so that you can use. I was like, but it had the, it had the baby I'm fat done. Just, just stop. Just stop. I wanted a rush card. Uber or Lyft after a hookup? <laughs> Uber. Okay. Um, IG model or video vixen? Oh, it it depends. Are are you a are you a are you a new age bird or are you See, a classic? I think bird? I think I think I'm classy that I would have to be a video vixen. Okay, because they they taught me they taught me what I know. But so I, I'm with that Melissa Ford, mm-hmm. like that key toy, like mm-hmm. Buffy the body. That's them my peoples. But not all video vixens are classy. Not at all. Mm-hmm. They were. But they were classical trained. Yeah. Oh, classical. Yeah, okay, classical got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. There, this like this Instagram thought movement. I think we got to really work on. We got to really work on because it's just like I, I look it's not at the sustainable. Girls. That's the thing. It is not sustainable. Not that being a video vixen was sustainable either. But, but they have like a lot of them have freaked it into different spaces mm-hmm. that I think. I think we haven't really. I don't know what the longevity of video of of IG, IG is getting ready to be. Because I mean, only so many, many y'all can be on Love and Hip Hop. And how many? And only so many y'all we believe is drinking that damn tea and wearing Fashion Nova. Like it's we got to figure out something else. Speaking of that, um, which one are you endorsing on your IG? Flat tummy tea, waist trainer, weave, or Fashion Nova? Weave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're the first person weave. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, plan B or prayer? Uh, prayer. Okay. Interesting yeah. answer. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we have a theologian here. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do Zaddy of the Week. Yes. Um, these are this is one man that we are crushing on right now. Um, we're gonna go to Amber first because she has hers. She's oh, I actually have a Zaddy of the Week, y'all. Um, it is Terry Crews. Um, a man. A man, a body, mm. uh, skin. A chocolate guy. Um, but also just because of like what he's been doing about like mm. at least trying to have conversations around toxic masculinity. And also I just want to just big him up because, you know, he's a survivor and yeah. uh, I feel that. And he's getting a lot of backlash, oddly enough, from like black dudes, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um and but I just want to let him know that I support him. I love him. I see him, yeah. and I'm grateful for him. Yes. And Terry, um, the tweet this morning um, when you told Diahuze, <laughs> uh-huh. "Should I smack the shit out of you?" Uh-huh. Yes. I felt that in my spirit, uh-huh. in my bus. Mm-hmm. Um, I thank you for that uh-huh. because you. I think one thing that we've learned over time is that niggas will forget in the heat of a Twitter battle that mm-hmm. DL motherfucking Hughley is one fifth of the size of Terry Crews. One fifth. And literally, <laughs> if motherfucking Terry Crews puts one thumb on you, right. mm-hmm. you are going to be injured, D.L. Hughley. Mm-hmm. Don't let this Twitter get you fucked up. Don't let okay? mm-hmm. it get you fucked up. And I saw on Twitter, someone said he's had starter dreads for 12 years, <laughs> so we shouldn't listen to a thing that he said. I saw that too. <laughs> I did not see that. And oh, I can't, I don't know, I don't know who said that, but thank you. I saw this Because God ain't letting your hair grow. Die. You horrible person. <laughs> Anyways, um, my zaddy of the week is. Um, do you know how to pronounce it? I do. Don't do me like. I that. was just wondering. It's a hard name to pronounce. Who? Who is it? I was thinking of our boy. Oh no, I forgot about him. Okay, I'm but do who's it your... next week? I'm okay, next okay. Week. Um, mine's a Stephen James. Um, oh, okay. From um, Fani from If Bill Street mm-hmm. Could Talk. Um, didn't you say this before did I make him did I make him my, my thing for if the bill that yeah was, you have damn well either I'm way it goes but it's, I, that's how much I still love <laughs> that's how much I still love you Stefan and yes I did say because I told the story yes and Stefan looked me in my eyes um, during the dinner and <sighs> did you connect it was a lot that day. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot that evening because uh-huh. Stefan was in Stefan was in front of me, uh-huh. and then um, little X was to the left of me. Shut up. Another fine man. Yes, yes, and I have loved little X yeah. since I was a child. Yeah. Since a wee boy. Yes, from music videos and all the access granted. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I fucking love it. Access granted. Yes. And then Lou James was on the other side of me. Um, That's a night. Right. Bitch, this night was good. Okay. That's a night. Mac Wilds had this whole like uh, black male actor know, thing during him. BET weekend. Mm-hmm. And I went and like motherfucking every black coming, like upcoming actor was there. And I was just like, I have to be professional. <laughs> and I had like my, my client was there and he was introducing me to people. And I had to tell myself, so boy, you can't, you can't uh-huh. let your, you can't let nobody see that you're juicing right now. <laughs> Um, that you wet, but anyway, so Stephanie James, um, 
And yeah, that was my night. And Luke is like, I know Luke, so, but I was just like, still, he's, so he fi- fine. he's still fine. He is fine as fuck. Right, right. God, Jesus. He's like one of your, you know, one of the people that you know and you've, you know, like, you, you talk to them, so like, they, their fineness is like there, but it's not as impressive. Right. But then, like, when you're in a space, yeah, anyways. Um, so, Stephen James daddy? again? Yes, okay. again. Okay. No more again. He's, he's been, he's been about three times. I feel but I don't so, care. I feel so, I feel like, I feel so bad about who my zaddy is because it's not even in any way, shape, or form like prolific. Oh, that's, that's fine. fine. It's YG because every time I see him, I just I want I just want fuck YG. No, that's quality. I love YG. YG so damn fine. He he don't look like he shower. <laughs> he looks like he showers a little he bit. He look like I've heard stories. He don't shower. Oh, he, he, I don't want to say he not dirty, dirty, but. He look like yeah. he is going to fuck your credit all the way up because you are going to give this nigga your car, your debit pin. He definitely going to fuck your credit your up. Everything. Your debit pin. <laughs> yeah, that, he definitely going to fuck your credit up. That's what he's going to do. That, he's going to fuck your credit up. That man. He's going to fuck your credit up. That man. Mm. He look like every time mm. I see him, and I, mm. I had to catch myself because in all of my... um. What you gonna call those? All of, every time I see him on um on a shade room, mm-hmm. I put the same thing under his pictures. Why she? Why G so damn fine? <laughs> like I'm just hoping that one day he gonna see it. Mm-hmm. And I love that he ain't got thicker. That's cause like ooh. thick YG oh. is <laughs> like I always wanted to give him some bust, but now I'm just Listen. like you don't got about twenty pounds thick on your neck. YG, <laughs> thick YG, you you and you thick. <laughs> Big YG can get it. Mm, mm. My God, today. Even if he only showered four times a week, that's still good. As long that's as he good. showered before I before I give it to him, I don't look, give a damn where. Look, look, look. He he could not shower. I don't for the fuck rest the, the jobless week. nigga. Okay, so hello, <laughs> hello. Okay, I uh-huh. fuck the nigga that live with his mama. I can take a nigga that. that. I fuck the nigga who lived with his mama and was without a job. So my, it's when my father passed away. So, I just don't count. So how dare we? <laughs> ah, ah, how dare we turn down a nigga that's only watching four, only times, a four week. times a week? <laughs> we have done it for less. I, I, who's worth millions? Listen. Amen. Amen. A word. Let it bless you. I, Amber, Amber, I don't care about you. Okay. <laughs> Bad bitch hall of fame. This is one woman who we feel like deserves her flowers. This could be any woman. Um this week, um, do you have one yes lena uh, okay lena lena <laughs> lena um lena lena way uh-huh mm-hmm. yes um she's a bad bitch yes lena um she could also have been zaddy of the week she, 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 she can be my she can my be sunday Monday, she can be mother <laughs> friday saturday saturday um that girl lena we were discussing you because in the motherfucking work this pussy video. Yes. I haven't seen oh it. My oh, a you video. You have got to see it. I'm That's because you was on some. You was on sabbatical. I gotta see. Yeah. It. So, it. Lena, um, I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, I will let you fuck me with a with a dildo. Mm. Um, um, somebody while while we were discussing our crush in a um a group text brought up somebody com- said that they weren't necessarily that they they thought you were attractive but they they're more or less crushing on young ma that was me y'all <laughs> she 
she if i to. had if i had to choose i mean not saying that i have to choose because it's not one or the yeah. other but i'm more of a young ma type of girl and my th- main issue with young ma is that she looks like the type that will leave you at the abortion clinic <laughs> and i was like how is she impregnating you but she just looks like this. I, don't, I don't i don't know but i mean she got money so you, i feel could... like she looks like that but she's not like that no no she's definitely no. you at planned parenthood young ma is the one that you send that four page dissertation i message to and uh-huh. she just respond back k <laughs> that's Fair. her she's an emotional terrorist that's for her. sure yeah, she she gonna gaslight the fuck out of you you right you're right she gonna and she gonna and she gonna key your car when you when you leave her and her new bitch is gonna get on your last nerve. Mm, her right. new and she gonna try to have her new bitch jump you. you like, That's the type of bitch Young Ma is. She's the type of bitch. You won. But bitch, you but bitch, I left. You you you, you told me to leave. You broke up with me. You gave me four days to get all my shit out your place. Still want her. That's fine. You like yes, I got this you. is toxic femininity. No, she no you. Young Ma has toxic masculinity, Loki. <laughs> so that's what i'm drawn to (laughs) um amber uh bad bitch hall of fame is actually tiana taylor for me Mm. um she's dope and then wtp was just amazing and then like uh she had a really great instagram post about it because i don't see a lot of my friend muna shout out to muna um she was talking about how she doesn't see like a lot of like straight people like embracing the queer community mm-hmm. and she does it in such a way that is not to me i mean i maybe i can't say it but it looks like to me that is not appropriation um mm-hmm. and it's a lot of appreciation especially a lot of appreciation to black uh queer culture and i just that was just like one of the best videos i've seen in a long time and it just made me feel really good um and why nobody has connected cinderella to the balls like and well maybe people have done that but it was just a really cute cute concept so shout out to you my favorite verse top (laughs) tiana i can't wait to see it um so i'm going to 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 pivot and give my um bad bitch hall of fame to cultural critic Jamila Lemieux and mm. shout out to her I love Jamila um one because she takes a lot of hits a lot, a lot of hits mm. on that she does not deserve uh for the work that she does mm-hmm. and so sometimes I think that we don't do enough to like affirm us as we're doing the work mm-hmm. um and I think she's beautiful inside and out mm-hmm. uh, she just is one of those like rays and I was coming here and saw her tweet something and i just was like that's that's a bad bitch and yes. so jamila i i love you we love you yes we do love so, you jamila yeah, that's what i'm giving mine to okay. also from chicago shout out yes from the shy mm-hmm. all right well, Harold's is overrated but since don't do leaving, it don't do wow, this don't do this wow. don't do this i felt like we had to i felt like don't do this candace 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 what wow. we aren't what we are not going to do wow. is talk about Harold's. i had to do because wow. because I had, I had two no no no, no. I, wow. what we're not going to do is talk about Harold's because okay all right all right wow i had to wow candace i had two you heard me say that i had a vision of mild, mild sauce but here's the thing the mild sauce is so much better on other chicken than harold's i i haven't tried that 
Even though my friend is about to bring me some mild sauce from Chicago. Shout Fry out. your own chicken and put and put um some mild sauce on it. Put it on Popeyes. I'ma try it. But you shit it on Popeyes. Well, I mean that's good. I mean she loves it, so I mean when you okay, Candace, don't shade me. <laughs> don't Popeyes shade us. <laughs> don't you do like that. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do Anyways, it. Um, as always, we're gonna leave y'all. Or the last segment is bussy. Good bussy vibes. vibes. Um, we have two this week. The first one, um, and good bussy vibes is just some a quote or something I've seen on Instagram or whatever the case may be. This week is special because. Um, I received the book because <laughs> I'm, you know, we, um, me and Amber, we like, you pray that is a, like a popping podcast and mm-hmm. people want to send us free stuff now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why you ain't tell me about the book? Well, you got access to the DMs just like I do. No, so I don't. I don't go on Instagram. But you got the password, so that's your problem. But, you know, you could tell me. But anyway, let's talk Don't, about the book. Thank you, know, you so I, much for the book. Just well, really, he was mainly you. sending it to me. If <laughs> 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 you can see Amber's face right now, I just wanted to be. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Michael J. Forbes sent me his book, um, which is a book of poetry. Um, and it's called A Journey in Paved Words. Oh, A Journey. I'm sorry. A Journey Paved in Words. I'm about to fuck your shit up. Um, and the poem is called Healing. And it reads, healing is an ongoing process that moves at its own pace. Therefore, it can be it cannot it can't be rushed. Yes, many of us make the mistake of rushing through healing instead of allowing the process to move and work through us at its own time. No matter how uncomfortable it is, it is. And no matter how it may make us feel, we have to realize that true healing can't be rushed if we want to be complete and whole. Amen. A word. Amber, Amber, I was just playing. Oh, no, I was thinking about... post-production meeting is going to be fun. Amber shades me all the time. (laughs) That's all I do. So he can have one. Um, No, but I was just thinking about if we did like an Eat, Pray, Thought, Lemonade uh, thing and we use his book of poems. Yes! Yes! Yes, Michael. Michael J. Ford. Yes. (laughs) So get his his book, (laughs) A Journey Paved in Words. It's great. I was just imagining myself uh, Ooh, yes. submerged underwater with ah, a green ah, screen ah, behind ah, me. Ah, ah, um, <laughs> healing is an ongoing process <laughs> that moves at its own pace. <laughs> Therefore, it cannot be rushed. Where are you, my love? What would ours be called, Bussy? Uh, we're gonna figure it out it'll probably be like uh, a thought in progress Tahitian treat ah ah bye (laughs) bye the other one comes from the lovely Jennifer Lewis and it reads recovery and healing requires patience something that is difficult for many and was difficult for someone like me but I learned to submit to patience because it was either go step by step or die Mm. having patience means knowing that it is never too late to get well Jennifer Lewis birthday was this past week um Yeah, an icon. And you, she was also the mama and motherfucking waiting to. Ex- oh, what's left to do? I'm waiting to exhale. My bad. In mm-hmm. the in, in um preacher's wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she wasn't a good mama in what's love got to do with it, but you know. she wasn't, and she was an okay mom in what's love got to do with it. I mean, not what's what's love got to do with it, with preacher's, preacher's wife. wife. Yeah, 
So, Candace, before we leave, is there anything you would like to leave us with? Anything the girls should know about? Um, besides the fact that you're amazing. <laughs> no. Listen to your podcast. Or- oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Rela Theology uh, is the podcast. It's available on iTunes. Um, no, on Apple Podcasts and uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Um, yeah, I got some stuff in the works that I can't say just yet, but um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Candice Bimbo. Um, and I would, this has like been like the highlight of 2019 so far for me. Yeah. Like, oh this my was gosh. the best way to like come back full circle to like yeah. life and after two we, we, we cookies. <laughs> like after two like edibles. Like yeah. just a whole bunch of shit. Like this was like everything. So, thank like, you for ahead. coming. No, thank you for that. Ca- like thank you. Thank you. I mean th- being amazing, you know, mm-hmm. this is a long one. And I'm exci- I'm glad that it was a long one. Because I was yeah, like, we need I to ask like, you all oh these my questions. God. I was like, I'm, I feel so bad. It's okay. Y- y'all are getting used to this. At this point, we and Am- I don't gave up on trying to make it episodes 90 minutes. Today. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> as long as they good. <laughs> Amber just be like, they fine. It's fine. I'm like, okay. We- um, so, as always, please um, find us on Twitter and Instagram. We are Um mm-hmm. On Instagram, the O is a zero. Um, because... For some reason, um, Instagram doesn't want you to be a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can thought on Instagram. Like, that's just a stupid, the right, primary so app for thought. It is the primary app for thought. Yeah, yes. Mm, mm, a word. A word. Also, um, follow us on Twitter. Please, you know, rate and subscribe yes. on, uh, if yeah. you're on Apple Podcasts, if you have subscribed to us. Because I didn't even know you could rate people or whatever or like write mm-hmm. reviews for your favorite podcast mm-hmm. do that shit you know yeah, do please, it please do um we appreciate y'all as always mm-hmm. thank you for coming to the show and listening and supporting the thoughts mm-hmm. and you know the bussies and the puss mm-hmm. um and um yeah we're we're about how many more episodes we got left? Six. Oh yeah, so you guys know this is uh, we this is seasonal. <laughs> so so we end every season with twenty two episodes. Mm-hmm. So we have this is episode two sixteen. So, so we, we have six. six more left. Yes. So we just letting y'all know. So you know the girls ain't confused. So prepare yourself. So this again, and you know this is go. why you have a long episode. You know, exactly. do thirty minutes Monday yeah. or Wednesday. <laughs> Spread it out. Spread it out. Where you know the what gift, I'm saying? Where the bus that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell a friend. That's what you need in your life. Where the bus that keeps on giving. What a word. The mouth that stays wet. Ah. Mm. <laughs> Come through. Ask, ask the last nigga I just <laughs> He can tell you it's a fact. Um, anyways, love you. Uh, love you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.